like, well, UK's been recruiting this kid for four years. Kenny Payne's had four months. Like, this isn't what people were saying when Kenny Payne was hired. It was this thing's going to get turned around, and it's going to get turned around fast. And now I've got people saying, you got to give him four recruiting classes. We didn't hire Kenny Payne to be good in 2027. No, this isn't is football, first of all. You, you don't need it's four not. recruiting classes in, in basketball. You need a recruiting class for the most part. Singular, individual, not multiple, multiplied. A single recruiting class is all you need. Now, do you need to obviously keep, you need, you know, keep it going? But to turn an entire program, you just need a class. Indiana did it with one class with, with Old Depot and Zeller. Cal yes. Perry did it with one class, and his first one yes. was Wall, Blood, So, yada, yada, yada. I mean— th- And look, Mac misidentified talent. He's still in a top-five recruiting class in his first full recruiting class. Yeah. Like, it, you should be able to go out there and get guys, especially when—I mean, I don't think that these kids are taking into account the NCAA stuff nearly as much as, like, the transfers are because they've got to—if Louisville gets hit with a postseason ban, I'm assuming Payne and, and Nolan and Danny Manning and these guys are saying— if we get a hit with a postseason man, it's still not going to affect you. It's going to be for this season. Like, you guys, don't worry about that. There's not going to be multi-years. I guess they can't say that with 100% confidence, but it, it should not come into play when you're talking about the 2023 class. If it is, then I don't know what to say. Like, that's a little bit of a different story, but I can't imagine that it is. And it hurts even more because you look at the class that Kentucky is potentially piecing together. Like, they may have three, like the three of the top four guards in the class all going to the same program. They're going to get – the Bradshaw kid already commit? I think he did. If he didn't, he's going to go there. I thought he went to Marshall. No. <laughs> like, they're going to have an old-school John Calipari super class, and if we're sitting there with, like, a, I don't know, like, number 17 class, that's going to be even more of a bitter pill to swallow. But, again, it's not done yet. Who knows? If things change so dramatically from one week to the next, then maybe they can change this week. I don't know how much of a factor to answer some of the questions that are already popping up on the text line. Kenny Payne not going to Spain was. I know that's going to be a big storyline. Calipari went. You didn't. Is that where the tide changed? Because it does seem to be like everything was all Something happened in Spain. Everything was hunky-dory. Something always happens in Spain. I mean, something happened. Like, I don't know. I mean, did I mean, did, did Cal, like, like, like hook him up with some. I mean, what, what happens? But what, what, what did he take him to? Where, where some famous in Spain? He could have did. Did he let him run with the bulls? <laughs> Not nice. Did he? Uh, I think they did that recently too. No one got. No one got spiked. Boo. Was it uh, a, like, or was it as simple as Calipari being like, "Hey, I'm here. Where's the other guy?" I mean, yeah, but I mean, is DJ that like insecure, so insecure? He's like, he didn't show up for Spain for me. I mean, maybe. I mean, if that's maybe. Uh, Kenny Payne was in Kansas City at the EYBL event. We can talk a little bit later about the guys that he was targeting and the guys that he did hmm. offer Kansas City uh, after or the weekend. Spain, which well, been... I mean, yeah, come on, Kenny. <laughs> like, yeah, even if you didn't want TJ Wagner that badly, like, just go to Spain. It's I mean, Spain. I don't know, but Kansas no City, one can handle Kansas City. Kansas City has steaks. They, I, I'm sure they, they've got good food in Spain. Is it? Is it really? Do they? Yes. Is it better than you know? What's 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 the what's the, what's the Spaniard food uh, dish? Spanish rice. Yeah, but see, you can get that from San Francisco, and theirs is better, probably. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what, what is that? rice? That's all you have to, You're really going to tell me rice over steak? I was just joking. I mean, okay. Spain is fantastic. <laughs> well, give me something. If it's so obvious. Wait, like, uh, like what's, 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 no, because Kansas City's known for its great steaks. I thought Kansas City was known for, like, barbecue. Is, do they have barbecue, too? Because I thought, even like, better. I thought the big barbecue cities were KC, Memphis, and. I'm sure they have barbecue, too. But don't they have, I mean, they got steak, too, I believe. Real good steak. I've never been to Kansas City. Have you? Uh, yeah. In all your travels? Yeah. I've, been, I've never really This sounds like a personal experience. I've been there a couple times, but never like more than like a day. Okay. So have you eaten well there? I mean, no. I've never had these famous ones, but I've heard about them. <laughs> okay. 
And what is Spain? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm actually being dead serious. What is Spain's like signature meal? Like uh, paella. Yeah, I, I'm. Are you asking or telling? Me? Gazpacho. Isn't <laughs> gazpacho soup? It's too hot. It burned my mouth. I mean, seriously. I'm making all these. I think you should leave references. You got to watch the show. I mean, uh, this, none of these have anywhere compared. None of these even beat Arby's so far. Trevor, you eat Arby's <laughs> every day. I don't trust your. Uh, I don't trust your. Culinary. Do they have a Arby's in Spain? Probably. I, I bet they do, actually. That can't be there. Okay, we need to go to break. That cannot seriously be their number one We've food. already veered too far off course. People have thoughts on the Thornton Sacks line. We're going to get to those after the break. 502-414-1450. Also, I've got, I've got, I've got give you, I got some bad news for you. Oh, no. Is it coming up after the break, or do you want to say it now? I mean, I can tell you right now, but we can set it up for when we come back from the break. Okay. Um, apparently, someone had left an Adobe audition. Which, uh, raising back the curtain on this one with the oh, lingo, no. someone left an Adobe audition open on here. Uh -huh. So when I re hit the record to start the show and oh, I minimized boy. it, when the two Adobe's are open, it freezes the recording. Oh no! So like most of the first segment didn't get recorded. Awesome, great. So if you didn't listen live, you're screwed, dude. Wow. <laughs> Terrific. That's fantastic. We'll uh, we'll go to break. We'll come back. More. Um... Should I just should I just load the podcast starting in the second segment? Because I did start recording when I realized it halfway. Through no, this. just 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 use what we got. People want to hear the DJ Wagner stuff. I guess maybe. Who knows? No, they pretty much just listen to me talk about spend, spend your food. Perfect. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, we'll take a Same break. Part. We'll come back. Things may or may not be working when we come back. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Always malfunctioning here on 1450 The Big X. I don't need a theme to play Star Vans. I was going to say, I assume this is just like a TK, like I'm, I don't have anything to get together today, so I'm just going to throw my favorites on here. Well, part of me won, as much as I love Anchorman, I also hate it because it made this song so like, it made everybody be like, oh, let's play Star the Local Vinny. I mean, like, the song was funny, great before that movie. Second, um, no, there's a theme today. I'm okay. going to tell you a theme because there's a theme inside the theme. Okay. <laughs> Themeception. Themeception. I like how you both seem worried when I bring this. Theory. You just get nervous. I get nervous frequently when you do things on the show. I've done a theme once before. I thought it went well. I haven't done it since. All these songs were at one time number one in the country on this date. Oh, I like that. And so the theme inside of the theme is I've told you that. So now you get to guess the year they were number one. Okay. Now, there was a, no disrespect to. Uh, to Three Dog Night. Uh, what was the first song? It was uh, Mama Told Me Not to Come okay. by Three Dog Night. Okay. You want me to guess now? You can guess if you want for that one. 1967? That is incorrect. Am I close? You are close. <sighs> I'll tell you if you're close, you're within five years. 70? That is correct. All right. Okay. So that would leave now the one we just listened to. So are you doing, you're not, we're not doing any sort of like, because you've done it before, like 71, 81, 91. It's not like any sort of. No, there is no, there, no, no, no. Afternoon Delight would be, I'll say same decade. 
77. Well, very close. 78. Getting farther. 76. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I was, I, I was, was okay. I was, my introduction after New Light and doesn't get no credit is the in the movie PCU. That's, have you, I think that's one of the movies I think you told me you have not seen. I have right? not seen it. Uh, there's just a great scene where Jeremy Piven. One, of the, one of the 15,000 movies that I've not seen that you have on the show. Uh, wow. Well, can't get to work, man. We got to get these kids to the 18 and out the door so you can get to watching. God knows what will catch up by then. Probably not a lot, mostly remakes. See, I, but, think, of, I think of Arrested <laughs> Development now. Of Starling Vocal Band? Yeah, like he's... I remember what scene that's in in that show. He's singing it with his like niece, and they're like they're, like singing it, and they're, they're not listening. They start like realizing the words are about having sex in the afternoon. Yeah. Like how inappropriate it is that they're singing it to each other. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the PCU he locks up the, uh, the the snuffy people and puts like a club on the door so they can't get out and he puts the song on repeat. Okay, <laughs> I learned what afternoon delight also meant though on an episode of Married with Children. Okay, there was a radio a okay. radio announcer wanted to get told Al he could get like so much money if he got to go home and get Peggy for a nooner and he didn't know what it was he thought it was brunch. All right, all right, <laughs> let's move on. The Thornton sex line has significant thoughts. We've gotten to know. It's amazing how much like, I keep up with the Thornton sex line when you're not here, and then I look down when you are here. I'm like, we have five thousand texts that I haven't read. Uh, we're gonna try to get to these. It's just so somebody takes it in the last week. Like the flow of the show is just so different when Trevor's not here. It's like you guys stayed on topic here. Trevor would have somehow. Harkened it back to like 1982 WCW and then like a slam dunk contest from 1987. I'm like, yeah, that's the way the show works. Well, first of all, <laughs> Spain is known for paella. People are saying, by the way, and also thank you for the people who got the uh, gazpacho. Your gazpacho is scorching hot. Is that a re- movie reference? I think you should leave on Netflix. You gotta watch Uh-oh. it at some point. It's very funny. They just told me to leave. No, <laughs> no, no. I believe the 1987 dunk contest winner was uh, okay. Okay, that was. Uh, Dominique or Jordan, I can't remember. Spain is known for uh, tapas and uh, small plates and paella. Paella is the is the common answer here. All this sounds like crap compared to steak and barbecue. Well, that's you. That, that's yeah. I don't have to know. Don, you have well, no, I know, I you know, have no frame of reference. Hold on, hold on, no. Say them again because I bet I can get I think I know. One of them is like a flatbread, right? What? What was, what was the like, what was the last one you just said? Well, a tapas is like they have those are just like small plates. Like they have those types of restaurants. Well, right there, you already lost small plate. Boo. Yeah, you may not like Spanish. In papaya, isn't that like in that like on a paella. It's paella. Like, uh, it's like on like a flatbread, right? No, like, no, no, no. It's like a rice dish with like spicy seafood thrown in there. Like clams are thrown in there. Yeah, it's not better than steak and, and barbecue. You're not gonna. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna win this. Today. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you got to give me something at least. With would you pick anything over steak and barbecue? Well, yeah, I mean, because Italy has pizza. Pizza's good. I don't know if you like if you like Italian pizza. It's very different over there. Well, no, I like pizza. It's very different. I'm, I'm the, I'm the you guy. You be the guy who get over there and be like, this doesn't taste like well, Papa John's. I'm the John's. guy who works Papa John's at in Italy. Yeah, I've had friends <laughs> who've done that. They're like, it's it's so different. It's gross. I'm like, oh boy. I thought it was good. <laughs> I mean, I've had tacos in San Antonio. Those are good. Same thing. Exactly the same thing. I mean, what's that? I mean, just saying. It's very close to the Mexican border. It's like getting you know, realistic tacos. Texture says, Trevor, any country other than U.S., Canada, Mexico, Turkey, Egypt, South Korea, and Yemen have very little to offer culinarily as no other countries have Arby's, according to Wikipedia. Those are the only <laughs> countries that have Arby's. <laughs> I, was say, I'm, I was about to say, why is Yemen being thrown in there? They have an Arby's. They have an Arby's? Yemen famous for its You meats. can get an Arby's in Yemen? Yemen, we have the meats. I was a little upset. I just stopped at an Arby's uh, on, while I was out, and uh, they didn't have burgers offered at this Arby's. Son of, I was awful. so upset. Yeah, Awful. Uh, all right, let's go to the Thornton sex line here. The text says, 
it's not even if you hold on. Uh, it's not even <laughs> you bring him in for Wagner. Br- bring him in because he's an ace recruiter. With the current roster construction and lack of landing guys so far in twenty three, that's why people are upset. I think it's too early to uh, trust me. I get the like the unsettling feeling that that certain Louisville fans have right now. I've got it a little bit if I'm just being fully honest. But I think it's too early to panic on the 2023 class. You have very few guys from that class who have committed. Even if you lose Wagner, there's still a handful of top 25 kids in that class that are considering Louisville. If you miss on all of those, and it winds up being a class that looks, I say this not trying to be disparaging, but it's going to come off that way, if it looks like a Chris Mack recruiting class. I was going to say the Super 6 class where you got excited for one like five-star and a bunch of guys that are... Yeah, exactly. A bunch of guys. If it winds up looking like that or worse, then I think you start being like, okay, this isn't what we signed up for, right? Yeah. But I think you have to at least give him that time. And then I think all the takes about is he using NIL right? Is he not using NIL right? I think then they have some more legitimacy. But until then, even if this season goes poorly, even if it goes great, I'm going to just see how this goes. You have to give him one full recruiting cycle to exactly. And I mean, it's July 11th. This is the, we're in the middle of the July evaluation period. This is the biggest time of the year for recruiting. Who's to say he doesn't have a bunch of rabbits to pull out of his hat in the next couple of weeks. And we're going to, to be getting fantastic news and, and we'll feel all the same warm and fuzzy feelings that we were having a month and a half ago. I like warm and fuzzy. I do too. Texas says, let's be 100% here. Payne was sold to the fans as an elite recruiter that would get UofL with players we haven't before. And Wagner was the key to set this free for a 55-year-old hire with zero head coaching experience. How is this anything but unsettling? Hey, I didn't even see the word before I said it. Um, it is. like, like it, There certainly is a little bit of unrest. And I think it's why I was so... like, like Remember the, the months in April and May where I was saying, I don't like the whole like unbridled enthusiasm, the you know, the, the KP's got this, the KP's going to get this guy, the KP's going to get that guy. Like, this is going to be, like, let's just let this play out because it feels unfair to Kenny Payne to put that type of pressure on him, and yet that's what a large segment of the fan base did. Like, he's going to get this guy, he's going to get that guy. You know, don't worry about uh, you know, dipping a toe into the pool. We're diving ahead first. We're going to be right back in year one. We're going to make the tournament with ease. We're going to be right back to competing for ACC titles, and we're going to have recruits the likes of which we've never seen before. And now you have this case where two months later – when it hasn't happened and it's looking a little bit dicey on some of the guys that we thought we had a really good shot with, people are going to panic a little bit because this isn't what they were sold. So, I mean, I can feel bad for Kenny, but not to much point where I'm like, listen, you're, you, you, you know, when you take a job at a top six program, that's kind of comes with the territory. But like, I still think we need to give, like, if this is what, if this winds up trending the exact same way for the entire recruiting class and we don't get Wagner, we don't get these other five-star kids, we have just a whatever class, and we have just a whatever season, then it's time to start talking about this seriously and say, this isn't what we were sold, no pump the brakes, no give him until year seven, like, this is not good. But who's to say this isn't just us talking in the summer about things because we don't have anything else to talk about, and he still winds up landing. He may still land DJ Wagner. He still Mm -hmm. may land a top-five class. He still may land a class that, you know, brings us back to national prominence here in a couple of seasons, like there's we have no idea. It's still early. We talked about so much stuff when coming in when 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 getting Kenny Payne back here. You know the when we, we you think we'd have probably broke it down in every angle we thought we could have. And I just think about one thing we kind of didn't look at was and maybe we did and, it, and we glossed over it on, on a shorter segment one day. But like you got to be able to Louisville was one of those programs along with Kentucky and others where I mean you're never the coach is never bigger than the program. But ego-wise, they have to be. 
because otherwise they're not going to survive. And you saw Mac didn't survive it. Mm-hmm. You saw Billy Gillespie didn't survive it at Kentucky. Tubby somehow survived it on the grace of God. Of, I don't know how for 11 years off one title. But, I mean, mentally, he probably went from being like, he, he probably added like 60 years to his life because of it, sure. in terms of the way he looks. Tino, bigger than the ego, can handle it. Little mm-hmm. boy, Kentucky. Cal, even when he's not, you know, hasn't won a title in a decade now, and he's getting, you know, people are yelling and screaming. You think Cal is losing any sleep? Probably not. No. He's got that. He is that he is that kind of ego. You've got to be able to do that at Louisville and Kentucky. Because even when you're winning, like we're talking about, he could bring in, you know, DJ Wagner, he could do this and that. And people are still gonna you're still gonna have a majority or a minority at least that are gonna be complaining and whining and bitching and moaning. And you gotta be able to handle that mentally. And I, I don't know, I'm not saying he can't. Right. But that's something we're going to learn about Kenny Payne probably very quickly, especially with the T.J. Wagner stuff going See, the way it is. And I think we did have this conversation when we were talking we about probably the, did. during the coaching search. like Because that was my point exactly, was you need, I think I used the term uh, basketball psycho. You, you need somebody who's going to, I mean, put this ahead of everything, pretty much. Yeah. I mean. like It, it was great to have, I'm, I know Chris Mack loved the family time stuff, but you know who put ba- like all this kind of ahead of like the feel-good lake trips and stuff? Rick Pitino did. You know who does that at Kentucky? John Calipari does. Yeah. And when you don't have that guy who's the right type of basketball psycho who can relate to the fan base, who's going to, you know, after games, go home and break down film for three hours afterwards or call recruits for three hours afterwards, it's not going to work here because we are going to analyze every single move you make. Case in point, us breaking down Kenny Payne's recruiting three months into him having the job and panicking a little bit. Like this, it's the way it works. And if this is, we have no indication that this is bothering Kenny Payne. He seems pretty unflappable. Um, we don't really have any indication of what Kenny Payne thinks, period. Like, like he's just very close to the vest. If it is at all, then you're not going to be the right guy for the job. If he's going to see this and just kind of you know let it all slide off his back and say, no no big deal to me, I'm going to go about my business, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to land these recruits, and he does wind up doing it, that's the attitude you have to have in order to make it work here. The fact of the matter is we just have no idea which one of those he is. If he's going mm-hmm. to be more of the – the Mac Gillespie, where this job can just eat you up a little bit because you get so caught up in what people are saying, um, or if he's going to be more the Calipari Patino, who has that much confidence in himself that he doesn't care. Like he, yeah, you can. He, know, he knows he's going to do well. He know, he's not worried about the, the chatter on social media, right? Talk shows, what you and I have to say, what anyone on other stations have to say. He could give two bleeps, and he shouldn't give. Like I selfishly, I enjoyed hearing when people would tell me like Chris Mack had listened to your podcast and like. He had this thought and that, that thought. But in the back of my mind, I was like, this is not good for Louisville basketball. Yeah. Chris Mack should not be listening to the Card Chronicle podcast or the Mike Rutherford well, show. No, well, now, first of all, both Kenny Payne should be listening to the Mark Rutherford show. Well, he does. Now, the thing what, Mike, what Kenny Payne shouldn't do is care if we don't like something exactly. he's doing. He should listen. He can listen. But he shouldn't give two bleeps about if you know, about the Matt, Mike, Matt, Mike Rutherford's you know, fat sidekick. He should thinks, not at all. He's, yeah, he's not doing the job right. Exactly. Like that that has to be and you can't react to it. You can't let the fans run the program. You have no. to think that you know what's best. As much as we may clamor for something, you have to think that you know, if you don't think a guy's that good, because I mean what I was told all along was Chris Mack didn't really think Aiden Gahan was that good, but he saw how much the fan base wanted him and how much the fan base was pushing for him. And so he went all in on getting Aiden Gahan to appease the fan. And we went nuts and it was great. And guess what? Aiden Gahan not very good at basketball. I mean, doing that, I have no problem doing that as long as you get somebody as long as you do get the guy you think is gonna be good the next year. Or you don't, it doesn't, like, it's not somebody you're depending on, or you choose them over somebody you think is better. I mean, throwing the, the fans a bone is one thing, but, I mean, you got to yeah. still. Is there any, basketball-wise, uh-huh. programs that, that, that bring this kind of pressure in the level that Louisville and Kentucky do with their fan base to the coaches? 
It's a small like, handful. I mean, because like because Duke and North Carolina, because when you think of other programs Kansas, that are Indiana, Kansas probably does, Indiana does. I see Duke and North Carolina. I don't think do because their fans are just more uh, like, yeah, we want to win. But I think they do. I don't think to the level that we the four we just mentioned bring it. I think if you get in the weeds enough like, with I, like UNC fans, you 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 see it. Like I feel like we're at a, like the Alabama Auburn football level. Ohio State, Michigan. That's the level we're at in basketball. In terms of Probably, like overanalyzing coaches. And just yeah. yeah, and and tearing them down whether they deserve it or not. And just I tell you who else does a unha- good job of this. Never can be happy unless the title is being won. Another yada, fan yada. base that does this, even though they're smaller, I think overall than the, the names we mentioned is UConn. UConn fans like Do they? Yeah, they they don't have anything else. They're, they're gonna go well, nuts over it. Well, Syracuse I, fans a little bit too. I I guess Gino's where I earned himself some some get out of jail free cards, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, well. I mean, you win like nine titles in a row. They're like, oh, okay. All right, we have we have a ton of text on this matter. We'll get back to these in hour number two. Um yeah, we'll have, we'll have to you know shove it. I was gonna try to read some, but like these are Are they bad? People people have extreme thoughts. We're gonna I wanted to switch topics in hour number two, but this is what people want to talk about, so we'll keep it locked here. Uh before we go to break though, reminding you guys a friend, we have a new sponsor, our our friends over at AirServe. You've heard me make this comparison before, but these guys, they're like EMTs for your HVAC. They offer upfront pricing, no hidden fees. They're around 24-7 if you have an air conditioning that breaks in the middle of the night or you're having you know, people over for a birthday party on the hottest day of summer and your AC breaks. They're always going to be around to help you out. That's the uh, AirServe promise. And if you need to book a, a recommendation, if you need to book a service, if you want to just check out what they, all, what they are all about, go to their website. It's A-I-R-E. Serv.com slash Louisville, airserve.com backslash Louisville. You will not be disappointed with their service. Again, EMTs for your HVAC. That's the AirServe promise. Hit them up today if you have heating or cooling problems. We'll take a break when we come back. Hour number two of the Mike Rutherford Show is on the way next. We'll keep it here on DJ Wagner. We will move along a little bit to football recruiting. It's Madden Sanker Day. We'll preview that coming up tonight in about three hours and also react to some of the more news, uh, some of the other news from over the weekend. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together make the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so excited Skyrockets in flight You know this song. Listen. You don't know Betty Davis' eyes? Oh, I do now. Is my mic on? Is your thing? I don't hear you, though. I don't hear her. The light is on. Okay. I hear you. Well, talk to me. Check, check, check. No, I don't hear you in my ear either. Yeah, me either, but the light's on. You're on yellow? I'm on yellow. Is Oh, oh hit, the, hit the number two on the top part. See, two. Yeah, you see where there's like buttons up at the top above above the the. Oh yes, I got it. I got it. There we go. There ah, we go. once again, a seamless, too, yeah. a seamless second hour. I would just like to say, not me. We're you good to go. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot to that's put it. I, that's me. I forgot to do it for her before I walked in here. Yes. Uh, we, we have TK in the big studio now. Intern Jen is running the board. We feel good about this. So we're off and running do once we? again. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we we feel better about it now that I can hear my mic. Uh, we're good to go. I was just you knew Betty Davis. Last, I thought you referenced it before. I, now that you say that, I didn't know the song, but. It, like a lot of the, your your classic TK selections, I don't recognize them until you get to the hook. Yeah, but that has a distinctive the way she's singing and it does. I just don't know it that well. You know what year it came out? Ooh, eighty one. 
You nailed it. Look at you. <gasps> hey, all right. Look at you. Well, pretty well so far today. Uh, people now on Twitter are getting into the DJ Wagner update debate. Like they're, ha- they're <laughs> I've got Twitter fights in my mentions over what we're talking about. This is going to continue to divide the fan base until we find out exactly uh, what's going on with Wagner and how this is going to play out. But I think worse than social media than being like the, the, the start of a fight between two like schmucks on Twitter that you don't know, and then they just keep you tagged in it. Oh, I, I use conversations and they, and very quickly. keep going and going and going. Like, I'll tweet something like, I don't know, you know, Monty Bates to Eastern Michigan. And, like, two days later, it's two people arguing about, like, communism in, in the 1780s. And, <laughs> I mean, like, and I'm like, really? please stop. Like, this is just, this is awful. Why am you, I in here? Yeah, exactly. You, and you people, you do know you can take, like, one person out of the conversation. I always just hit mute conversation. It's very okay. easy to do. Uh, so we've po- talked to, in the last segment a lot about DJ Wagner, what's going on, what it could potentially mean for Kenny Payne. People on the Thornton sex line have thoughts. I want to make sure we hear from you. It's your damn show as well. Hit us up, 502-414-1450. We'll try to get to as many of these as possible. And then second segment this hour, we'll shift into a little bit of football talk. Uh, Texture says, if DJ Wagner goes to UK and at any point does an L's down, oof, that would be the biggest slap in the face, especially with his family ties to UofL. I mean, if he goes to the UK, he's probably going to do the L's down. I, I, mean, I think that's like required in their accepting of a— That's their initiation. Yeah, I think they're using it as part of their n- nil deal as well. Like, if you want this money and all, you want all yeah. 100% of it, you got to give me the L's down. But that one feels a little bit different. His grandfather would be literally on staff. Kenny Payne, is, he's referred to him as family multiple times. You know, his his dad clearly doesn't have any sort of ill feelings towards Louisville, even though he wound up choosing to play at Memphis State for Calipari. Like, that L's down would be – because at this point, I'm immune to the L's down. It's like – I don't really yeah. – That one's a little personal. That one would know? be a little bit like, eh, come on, man. It's like when um, Roman Obenson did it for Duke last year. Yeah, when they were getting beat like by sixty, and he got a sack. It was kind of funny, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, it was, it was the one good defensive play they made in a game where we could have scored ninety-five points if we wanted the only to. Only defensive play I think they made. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you're Roman's your dad. Like, he still loves Louisville. What are you doing? Why are you throwing the L's down? Like, sorry, you play football for Duke. I mean, Shut but, up. but 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 uh, Milt never did the L's. I mean, that wasn't a thing when he was here. No. I mean, I guess to insult him would be like instead of giving a high five, give it down low. Like, you know, he, up high, down low. Like, that would be his, like, his, that would be the opposite of, like, because Louisville meant to high five, you know. They did. Yeah. I love the explanation. <laughs> well, in fact, we all just kind of sat here. It's always funnier when you explain the joke. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's actually the opposite from what I've heard, but okay. <laughs> Texture says, so you believe anything anyone says about DJ Wagner. Why? I believe he doesn't know anything. That was not an update. It's silly reacting to predictions. Just ignore it. Well, it's not when, like, six different people are saying the exact same thing that get paid to do this. But, Texture, do you believe him when he says he's going to your favorite team then? Yeah, I mean— I mean, you believe him when it's up your alley, but you don't believe him when it's not what you like? I mean— If this were—if this had just been the Travis Branham pulling back and saying, I'm no longer 100% sure it's it's Louisville, it seems like a 50-50 race, then that's one thing. If it had just been the Jamie Shaw guy who was clearly— wrong when he said a month ago it was wrapped up and it was going to be, I think a commitment to Louisville was going to be imminent. If it was just him saying he's 95% sure that Wagner's going to Kentucky, that's one thing. When you've got those two guys, the two rivals guys, coaches in Spain on Zagoria's story, and people close to Calipari openly saying Cal, Cal thinks he's got the kid. Like that, it speaks loudly. Like you can't just ignore that. Maybe they're all wrong, but it's not like you can just say, well, I'm you can't just believe anything anybody says. They're all saying the exact same well, thing. Well, Cal should always think he's going to get the kid. But I mean, he, he should be. I mean, but he should, doesn't do this with everybody. I mean, you ask him any recruit, he's probably going after it and he's in the top three, four. He's probably going to tell you he thinks he's going to get him. I don't think so. Like, you didn't hear this sort of bravado when it came to the recruitment of Zion Williamson. You didn't hear it when it came to James Wiseman, like the other Cade Cunningham, the other guys that they were in on but wound up losing. There was never that, I don't care that they hired Cade Cunningham's brother. 
he's coming to UK. There was never any, I don't care that Zion Williamson is asking for everything. Under, his stepdad's getting 18 meals when he goes out to, <laughs> on recruiting dinners. He's still coming to UK. He hasn't done this for any recruit besides Wagner. I think Zion's still eating some of those leftovers. I feel yeah. like even more so than it's just coming from so many sources, like the fact that that man went from so confident that it was done, and now yeah. he's like, I'm totally JK. And like that says even more about him that he's admitting the complete opposite of what I do, he's I do like how the majority with. of the, the recruiting people are just dominoing each other. Like one, as soon as one, other than, I mean, obviously, you know, we've talked about Kyle Tucker has been on UK without changing and wavering, but. You know, it seems like like Travis changes and then like everyone else like follows his lead. Like if he changes, what if he changes back in two weeks? I mean, we're gonna get everybody just following his lead again. I mean, it has to have been a thing where there's not too much opposite. I mean, everyone pretty much went away from Louisville. Yeah, not everybody. Something had to come out though. It's not like they all just were like, yeah, he said it. It had it it had to have been a thing where one of the riders who was in Spain talked to Calipari directly, Mm -hmm. and Cal told him, "We got the kid." Yeah, and then that rider started. Texting his out. buddies and, yeah. you know, stuff like this tends to spread. I think that has to have been what happened. Uh, Texter 502-414-1450 says, DJ Wagner might just be one player who will probably only be here for a year, but he's a symbol of future recruiting success. And if he goes to UK, it's a blast to the idea that Kenny will be able to land excellent classes just about year after year. I, this is what I agree with the most. Because I think DJ Wagner is going to be a terrific player. I, I'm not sure he's the best. I'm not a recruiting expert. I can't even tell you he's, like, the best player in that class. I can't even tell you he's going to be a fantastic pro. But, I've never actually watched him play. Like who, what he represents is more important than who he is as a player right now. I agree. Who and what he represents is like he was supposed to be the first domino of this new era. And I talked about that even before, you know, we knew Kenny Payne was going to be our head coach. I said you can foresee a scenario where Kenny Payne gets hired. Not that long after, you get DJ Wagner. The recruiting success starts pouring in, and we have all these great emotions. Like we're going to get back to the '80s. We're going to get back to landing the best players in America, and the halcyon days of Louisville basketball are about to return. And he ha- always had to be the first domino. That always thought, You always thought that was going to happen. And now that it's not, again, he can alleviate a lot of these doubts by still killing it in the 2023 class and getting some of these players in 2024 that he's already in on. But if he doesn't, it does send a message to the fan base that what we were sold on when it comes to Kenny Payne it's not so much of a guarantee as we thought it was because we thought it was going to start Im- immediately. We thought it was going to start with DJ Wagner, and then we thought it was going to be – he was going to be like our Pierce Clarkson, right, on the basketball side of things. He was going to start recruiting the rest of his class, and he was going to bring with him these other five-star players, and happily ever after, year two, we're back in preseason top tens. We're back competing for hopefully national titles and top-tier teams in the ACC. And if it doesn't happen, man, you, better, you better land some other big-time kids just to make sure that we're not panicky, right? Who is the number one team in the class? Who's actually the number one guy in that class? Then? The kid who's committed to North Carolina. Oh, okay. Uh, flip him? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? He he committed to... UK does have one of the other top three or four kids, Robert right? Dillingham's yeah. already committed to Kentucky. He is, I think, number four in the class, according to the 24-7 Because DJ's sports. three, so there's two people ahead of him, right? He's, well, he's two on two borderline 24-7, three. Yeah. three on rivals, I think. Yeah, Gigi Jackson's the kid from North Carolina who's committed. What is uh, he, a guard, center? I don't know. He's a 6'9 really. forward. Okay. He, They're all 6'9 forward. Yeah. Uh, Wagner... <laughs> Well, he's number two now in the twenty four seven rankings. Justin Edwards is the number three kid, and undecided, 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 undecided. The, oh, the number five kid, Mookie Cook, who we just offered a scholarship to, uh, I think last Great week. Great name, by the way. He's apparently going to go to Oregon, is what everybody says. He's number five. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, you've got 
Duke already has two of the top 10 kids committed. Dillingham uh, is number 13. He actually dropped from number seven in the rankings. You got to be in the top 10. Anything outside top 10 is not going to, not going to, not going to make up for it. UK's got three, or Duke's got three top 20 kids already committed. John Shire, just getting it done. <laughs> Wait till he starts losing games and Coach K takes that team over. The Bradshaw kid is number 19 in the class. Uh, he's going to go to UK. The other big man. Is there any other sides in the top 10 other than Edwards? Yeah, um, Xavier Booker, who's from Cathedral, from Indiana, uh, Indiana, and Indianapolis. Um, a lot of people think it's down to Michigan State and Duke. Maybe Louisville can get in on there. I don't know. I think Louisville. I mean, Louisville's got unlike this class, you know, the twenty-two class, whatever. You know, the years mixed up, but the the class that we're going into, he's got plenty of time to to, to sneak in the back door on some of these kids. Yeah, and, and and even if not, and don't, don't. Jenna, 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 don't. <laughs> I mean, I did well. I was I was letting it go. It, it was. Like it was it was your snicker and that Mike started to smirk. I smirked, but I didn't do anything into the mic. It was, it was your did, snicker that ruined I swear it. I, I did not. I was going to. I, I was, was not on purpose, by the way. I was just. <laughs> I did well. Moving on. I was anyway. going to hold on. We could have. We could have seamlessly moved past. We that. want to make these kids happy, Trevor. Not 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 chase them away. Okay. <laughs> Damn it, Jenna. Um, for lack of a better term, uh, he he he. He gets into their minds. He convinces them, you know, you don't go. You still have, you still have plenty of time to do that. Is what is kind of what my point was before Jenna sophomore humor brought me yeah, down. Yeah, that was my bad. No. Of course. <laughs> I said it and everything. Okay. Yeah, I'm rattled. You don't even care what I was talking about. My entire point's gone out the window. It was done. Yeah. It was done. Uh, Texas says, Mike, I, I want to let you know that I woke up Saturday morning with the DJ Wagner update song stuck in my head, just humming it. You guys are hilarious. Keep killing it. Go cards. Thank well, you. I mean, the Game of Thrones team, but thank you. I mean, no, it's, it's now it's, not like it's we the wrote DJ Wagner it. I mean, it's... Original score by Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics by Mike Rutherford. Um, Texas says, Mike, thank God you're back. I had to turn it off. A co- oh, this is from last week. That's sorry. I was like, wait a second. Where did you go? Sorry. Texas, Wagner hasn't even visited U of L, correct? I don't think he, he has not taken an official visit. I don't know if he's taken a visit anywhere. Has he, has he, visited, he hasn't visited Kentucky yet? No, I think he's unofficially been to both campuses. Okay. But well, I mean, he's had to. Be, I mean, does he not ever visit grandpa? I mean, could he could have been here by now. <laughs> I mean, he was in town. For the that Nike tournament a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. So he was on he campus. Could have gone by campus, yeah. I'm pretty sure because I know the Bradshaw kid did officials at both schools. I don't think Wagner did officials anywhere, but I know he was on U of L's campus. I know Is he there was, a phone ringing? Right yeah, it's the the phone actually working. There oh, we go. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Texas, if Kenny can't recruit the top players, then what did we hire? A career assistant coach of Calipari who has 0.5 successful coaches in history. That was my thing all along. Um, the, the Calipari coaching tree, I can't shake it. I, I I can't shake it. And the one way to alleviate the fears with your on-court coaching is to just land the best players in the world, right? Like that that was to, you know, because I'm not going to break down the whole coaching tree again, but the man has produced zero good head coaches. The best he's done is Josh Pastner. Everybody else has been just absolute dog bleep. He didn't have Pastner that long, I don't think, did he? Wasn't Pastner only there like a year or two when, when, when Calipari left he took over? Yeah, I think it was. I, think, I, mean, I want to say he was there that for, long. He was, young, he was so young when he took the job. I want to say he was there for two or three years. I mean, that's still yeah. Two years is not. I mean, that's not a whole lot to be considered even grooming. Texas says, "Oh, I love these uh, updates. This could be a, this the secondary DJ Wagner update of the day." DJ Wagner's following Reed Shepard and Robert Dillingham on Instagram, plus Jacob Toppin, uh, Livingston, and others, but not Caleb Glenn or any Louisville players. Oh, no. I don't like that. We're going to bring out the uh, Twitter autopsy. I don't like that Instagram update. Or Instagram autopsy. Yeah, IG. I don't like that. Uh, Texas says, we UFL fans are Obi-Wan Kenobi in Revenge of the Sith. 
shouting at Anakin DJ Wagner Skywalker, you were the chosen one. You were the chosen I kind of get it. Yeah. You know, he's on the ground. I've never seen the movie, but yeah, I've seen the clip. It's Yeah, when Anakin's got like no legs left, and he's laying on the ground, and Obi-Wan's like, has the high ground, he's looking down on him, he's like, you know, cut off his arms and legs, made him half Ew, Darth Vader. Like fallen in the lava. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, and then, you know, then he, I turn him into Vader, and he tells really him good. the girl's dead, and he's like, no! <laughs> It's a bad example to hang Kenny's future success on the son of a guy who made the NBA through Calipari. Head-to-head with no family ties is a different story. I mean, we've got family ties, too. His, his grandpa's on our staff. I love family uh, ties. I still think 50-50 he goes to the G League. If he doesn't go here, I hope you're right. I hope it's like an overtime elite type deal because if he doesn't go here and goes to the U.K., it's going to be it's gonna be tough. There's no there's no other way to slice I know people will try to spin it. There's, just, there's, there's no good way to make that happen unless he wins – big in year one or lands a gigantic recruiting class that just doesn't have Wagner headlining it. Like that's the only way. Texas says, I wonder if the expectations of the staff they I wonder if the expectations of the staff that they'd get Wagner affecting not recruiting uh twenty two high school guards. They swung and missed on one year guards instead because they wanted to keep a spot for DJ. Well we didn't again I don't think I don't with think the twenty twenty two class yeah, we, there was only a handful of guys available. We only got Devin Reed because he decommitted from LSU after they fired Will Wade. Yeah. So I I don't think that's as much of a thing. Um, Not so much. I think I, I would like and, and hope to think that our future has been revealed by the NCAA or IRP or whatever it is, about to the point where it should. It we if, if for some reason knock on wood or you know God forbid we get don't get DJ Wagner that we would be we would be more successful in the transfer portal next year for sure. I would think like to hope so at least. Uh, Texas NC State has a very low-key, insane basketball fan base. They do. They actually are. So they're probably insane because their team's never as good as they always claim to think they it's are. part of it. But they are. If you yeah. piss NC State fans off, like I wrote a thing saying uh, during the tournament about how St. Peter's is the greatest Cinderella of all time, and NC State fans just flooded. The only re- the, here, here's one example of why I can tell you that NC State's not near our level is because Kevin Keats is still there. Do you think you think what Keats has done at NC State would have lasted more than two years at Louisville? Eh, probably not. Probably not. And yeah. the, the fact they've held on to him now for what, like five years? And this will be the last one. Yeah, and it should it should have been the last one like three years ago. Probably. I love Kevin. I'm not. He's lost. He has. He's had some really bad breaks. Like they've had terrible injuries. That's no excuse. They've had though. big time recruits who have gone elsewhere. The last. Like they had Robert Dillingham, who we're just talking about, was committed to NC State. Yeah. They lose him. Um. Like he. Yeah. He, he needed to have a big year this year. That roster is. It looks worse than ours. The, the craziness that we're level we're at. You can and the fans and, and the expectations. I mean. Patience would be nice, but there is no virtue with this fan base. No. Terry says, why would Cal be this upfront if he didn't uh, feel good about DJ? He could already just say that he liked Dillingham more. With how their fan base feels about Cal now, there's no upside of him lying about their chances with DJ. I that's agree a, with that That's too. actually a really good text. I agree. And also, I mean, look, Kyle Tucker's not going to put that out there if he knows that Cal's not cool with that being out there. Like, yeah, that's just the way that, it is. Like, that's 100% guaranteed. Um Again, it's it always kind of scared me a little bit, even when everybody else was when all the predictions were coming in about DJ White or Louisville. The fact that Tucker, who's very close to Calipari, kept saying, and he was saying this behind, like he told me like via text, like a long time ago before like this started becoming a thing that he tweeted about, like hey, Cal thinks he's got the kid, like like Cal thinks he's saying hire any Wagner you want, it's not going to change anything. He's going to go to, to Louisville regardless of who Louisville hires, or he's going to go to Kentucky regardless of who Louisville hires as a head coach or an assistant or whatever. And that's what Cal thinks, at least. Yeah. yeah. And he's he, – Doesn't like, mean it's true. And that has not changed yeah. at all. Uh, no. Unless this kid's just stringing along Calipari, which would be beautiful if he was, <laughs> then it's a, it's a well, little that bit would, of nervous. That, that means he's stringing along us, and that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Texture says L's down is no big deal. Just laugh it off. 
Yeah, I mean, for the most part. I, gave, I don't really give two bleeps about it. It has no impact anymore. It's like when you, it's like the, the South Park episode where they cuss so much that it just like loses all the appeal. <laughs> yeah. they say the, you know, they say the S word on don't TV. Don't they record it like they, they put like a count, a ticker on there and it yeah. got like a hundred and something? I mean, we saw like, there were approximately 17,000 L's down thrown during last year's football game. At a certain point, you're like, okay, cool. Like, what hurt me more was the Will Levis counting his touchdowns when he went into the end zone. Like, that hurt way more than the L's down <laughs> when he's holding up like three as he crosses the goal line. I'm like, yeah, this sucks. Well, that's because he was up to three. I mean, boy. <laughs> then four. Guess, if he'd only just done one, I'd have been like, fine, cool. Yeah, that hurt way more than the L's down. Because, I mean, Kentucky players, they were throwing L's down like when they would score touchdowns and were up 41 to 10. Like, I mean, Benny Snell was the first one I saw that do, do that. I'm like, he scored a meaningless fourth quarter touchdown and threw L's down. I'm like, Okay, I can't. Means nothing to me. Great job. I can't remember the last time I saw a picture of a kid that like Kentucky's recruiting in whatever sport, and every picture is showing L's down. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's like I'm I'm glad you you were so much in your head that that's what your first thing you think to do. Texas Wagner's going to commit to Fern Creek. Troy out there was just saying he's going to go to Evangel Christian. And for a second there, I was like, really? He's like, no. I still I still know what I have to do to get what DJ Wagner at Wagner. That rumor was I mean, it was a lot more fun a few weeks ago when, when it seemed legitimate that he might go to Trinity or Ballard or Wagner or wherever. What if he transferred and still went to Kentucky? I mean, it'd be, I mean, it'd be bad. Don't say things like that. There's too much up in the air right now. How much security can you get at a Fern Creek game? Texas says, sneak in the back door. Trevor would make a great Clemson football player. <laughs> that happened with me on all recruiting trips. <laughs> Texas says, oh, is this the uh, – this is angry guy. I think this is angry guy. Angry guy. He's always angry. We have a specific angry guy. Oh yeah, he gets pissed about everything. Very angry. He said, it doesn't matter what we, we can we can talk about how he is awesome and he'll still get angry. Like mad at you all or just mad at life? I think he's mad at life. But he takes it out on us. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he sent. Like, I'm just going back. He sent like 11 texts already. The show. Um, L1C4 Nation is a bunch of dumb crybabies. Y'all wouldn't let your five star kids worth millions play for some old unproven bum either. I don't even know what that's what that's in reference. <laughs> Wait a minute, how's it our five star kid? I mean, you think DJ DJ's ours already, and we're not. I think he's saying that like Patino wouldn't play the five star kids back in the day, which was an old criticism that I again like think is the most overblown thing about well, Patino's I think, era. I think, I think it just happened to coincide with the fact that Patino's not going to let you play if you don't play defense, and defense is the hard, mean, defense is the one thing almost ninety percent of recruits as freshmen are behind the eight ball in. And look at the five star kids that people were mad that he didn't play and how they panned out, like. <laughs> Sorry, V.J. King didn't get more run as a freshman. Guess who wasn't good at basketball? V.J. King. I mean, Shaquan Aaron. You, People were like, he needs to be starting. Went to USC. He sucked for four years there. And then you know who else he brought around slowly and was awesome? Peyton Siva. Peyton Siva was he came off the bench his freshman year. Yeah, played about ten, nine, ten minutes terrific. a game. Yeah. Um, Samuel Williamson played decent minutes as a freshman, five star. That was not for Rick Pitino. I mean, that was Chris Mack didn't start him year one. And guess what? Samuel Williamson just an okay player. The fact of the matter is, we just haven't gotten the right five star kids. Yeah. We started when they, Shane Bannon started year one. He's a five. He star. did, yeah. Wayne Blackshear didn't. He had a shoulder injury. And guess what? Wayne Blackshear was kind of like just above average player. I love you, Wayne. Mm-hmm. You he were awesome. The, you were awesome your senior year, Wayne. He loved the show. Well, the end of his senior, he was great. Oh, that oh, last that his last, last month. few months of his senior, like it was so bad. Like I, I was actually just sad to see. And mom, I'm sad to see us lose at any time. But the last month, like, he was like, incredible. Yeah, like, I just it was in that that short time. Like, all the three and a half years before it were just, like, thrown away. Like, in completely forgotten. Yeah, he, he was the only guy who played well in the ACC tournament game to North Carolina. He was he, a beast. He, car- he single-handedly saved us against UC Irvine, and then almost single-handedly beat Michigan State in the Elite yeah. Eight. He was incredible. Uh, Texas says, I'm almost starting to, to like seeing L's down because it makes them look so stupid. I'm kind of on that train, too. Like, it just it, it means nothing It just feels me. more like hate than, like, pride for your own school. Yeah. You know? Like, ooh, good for you. 
I mean, if you're going to do it when you're playing us and you're doing well against us, I get that. That's fine. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to advocate to see it because I'm a Louisville fan, but I get it. But if you're just doing it like in the airport posing with, you know, recruit 222, I mean, really? It's I mean, an easy thing to do. I get it. It's the same why, like, you know, people do homers down. Like, it's fun. Oklahoma do, I guess. Yeah. I mean, other people just, like, every school in Texas does it now, too. Oh, do they? Whatever. Yeah, just do it. Uh, Texas, Cal didn't like it when I had a sign on the Today Show that said, that said he hates puppies. <laughs> well done. He, he does. Did you, did you, I don't know if you know this, but Cal hates puppies and old people. Uh, mean no, old me, people. I, I always mean all of them off, off when the cameras are on them. Texas, and this is probably the biggest story of the day. We haven't talked about it at all. The Bats won a home series for the first time all season while Trevor was gone on vacation. Uh, well, yeah, and they've got – come on, i got to get a hold of that. Uh, <laughs> I can do with the Bats starting tomorrow. They, 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 win, they, win the, they, they, they won the series. Who'd they play last week? Uh, uh, St. Paul? Saints? Yes. They lost the first couple games, though. I know that. They lost the uh, July 4th game, though. But they ended up winning the series. Well, good for the Bats. The only game they lost, I think my friends were there, and they sent up a video of my voice on the the intro video. And they're like, and I was like, I was like, how are we doing? And they're like, down 4 nothing. I'm like, well, that's, that figures. <laughs> and they won them one in extra innings, too, I believe. This they did. They had uh, back-to-back walk-offs. Nice. And the Reds had a balk-off. I um, saw that. Oh, I heard about incredible. that. Yes. I was actually, I, I just flipped the game. My parents came over Friday night. Uh, to help out with the kids, and like I just flipped the game on and saw the balk off. Like perfect timing, incredible. I was listening to a, a radio station; they were talking about it, and the announcers were like, "How do you getting a balk with bases loaded to lose the game is one thing, but he got it with a guy who was like the backup catcher on third. It, we we were going to win. Like, it wasn't like the guy was going to steal home or anything. It was a Ricky Henderson over there. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's classic. The Reds have won on two balk offs in the last ten years. Only, no. Only franchise that's done it. That's crazy. I, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't even guess it probably happened maybe twice in 100 years. Guess when the last time it happened. Well, the Reds in t- within 10 years. No, so. that, but they weren't the most recent. Oh, really? Yeah. Did it happen five years ago? Within the last five years. Yeah, 2018. 2018, okay. It was the last I block off. Be, I mean, American, National or American League, I'll just take a guess of the team. Oh, I don't even remember. I just remember it was 2018. Oh. <laughs> I think it was the Rays. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you with any degree of certainty. Texas is obviously, oh, this is a football text. Obviously, with the amazing recruiting class, Sat has the winners at his back heading into the season. But do you think there's any way they would fire him with the recruiting class they have coming in? At what point would Hurd lose confidence? Because if Sat goes, then Pierce probably goes. And if Pierce goes, everyone goes. First of all, I don't think Pierce is locked in to go if Sat's not here. He has said that, though. Like, the, his words. That's, he has said the only way that he would go somewhere else is if they make a coaching change. I mean, I, I don't think it's... That's that's just showing confidence right now. But if Sack comes out and goes like two and two and ten next year, I mean you've got to. We've already talked about this a decent yeah. amount. We're going to talk about it more, I'm sure, as we get closer to the season. But only 50, I mean, three days away. Uh, fifty three. I think you're right. Yeah, because I think your last post I read was fifty five. If with every four star and with every, and we're going to get presumably another one in about two and a half hours. Every time this class goes back up into the top ten, every time it, you know, we hear. This is the highest rated player we've ever gotten in this position. And Keith went had a good tweet talking about how we, we're going to have, I think, seven guys on the roster in a couple of years that are the highest rated recruit we've had at a, a specific position. I think the the leniency for Scott Satterfield's 2022 season grows. And I'm, I don't think that should be the case. I think I'm in the minority. Mm, I'm with you in that minority. I know you are. I, I think if he goes – to me, the, the barometer is if he goes – if he has a losing record. If you go five and seven with this team, which I know they're playing a tough schedule, Not I know bad. that they have some some a few areas of, of question. If you can't win six games with this team, 
what faith do we have in your ability to win nine or ten with all these top players, right? Yeah. Like, this is a roster that should, at the very least, win seven or eight games, to me. Yeah, it should. And he hasn't gotten it done the last two years. They've, you've had you know, two years ago was a COVID year, whatever. We, we can use that as an excuse if we want to. Last year, we've heard it time and time again. They could have won nine games if a player here goes, okay, sure, fine. If it's three years in a row, it's no longer an explainable thing. It's no longer something you can explain away. This is you're not getting it done, and you're not going to be able to get it done the way that we want to. We want Louisville, bat, Louisville football to get back to being like a almost perennial top 25 program. I think that's where we thought we were going to be when we got into the ACC. Happened for the first few years, has not happened since. And if we're going to get, if you're the guy who can get us back there, we need to start seeing some tangible evidence. And winning at least seven or eight games this year goes a long way towards making that happen. If you go five and seven, I think it's the exact opposite. Six and six, it just gets super awkward. Do you accept it if, if of those seven losses, four of them are like like the way you lost like Virginia Wake Forest last year? Oh. Now, see, cause, cause, now cause, we're getting the weeds and where it gets even more tough. And when, and when, and when I would say, in my side, and I can I have the right to change my mind or forget what I picked at this point later on, is no, because you had that last year. We You had the excuse of not getting, you know, falling in those close games like Virginia and Wake Forest. You know, you obviously had Central Florida go your way, but it could have easily not gone that way. It could have easily been gone the, the way of the, the, the Dodo and, and West Virginia and Wake Forest did. But... <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. You took a drink of your milkshake and get this like a green drip on you. Sorry. Milkshake? <laughs> like, whatever it is. It, it threw me off. I mean, it wasn't there for long, but it's it just like, yeah. I was like, this green thing growing out of his mouth green. <laughs> we, Behind he's the on the radio here. so people cannot see him. And just, he just chose this to is why we need the YouTube screens up, right? This, we, this is why we don't need the YouTube yeah, screens I mean, up. They're coming any day now. But they, we had the, that was, you know, that was the excuse last year. And it was all, well, the, you know, we're, we're a young team. We're bringing everybody back. The next year should not be allowed this year, and you and and you can't be like, oh well, you know, we lost these games by one. We were one play away from being nine and three or ten and two. That works last year, but you, it was fine because you did have the young team. But you, again, you have everybody back this year for the most part. These are experienced kids. That doesn't fly this year. You've got to be able anything short of seven wins needs to have Satterfield in an office with Josh Hurd begging for his job again. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you now. Sorry, I'm thrown away now. We, we've the show has made news. You get thrown Kat. off the green uh, green thing too. Well, no, Cats Illustrated now. They've we've we've now made it to those message boards. Listening Ooh. to Mike Rutherford now, and he says coaches in Spain were telling you know I'm like no that's yeah, once again did I get mentioned anywhere? <laughs> You're not Mike. What's I didn't have everyone so obsessed with you. Shut I up. mean, I'm serious. This is like I can't even get I'm freaking bone people. We can't even get mentioned on Cats Illustrated. He's not as confident as other Louisville insiders and says it's not looking good for Louisville. Once again, I'm just reading what other people are saying. <laughs> this is I have I can't say this loudly enough. I've got no inside information as far as where DJ Wagner's going. Why are you winking at me? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop doing that. When everybody's saying the same thing at one time, it does it's you can't just ignore it. When you've got and I think what this person's alluding to on the Cats Illustrated message board is the Adam Zagoria story that we were talking about where multiple coaches who were over there told Zagoria they believe Wagner's going to Kentucky based on what they've heard. That's what we're referring to. Well, that's what Zagoria's saying he heard from multiple coaches. What is Zagoria exactly. saying he thinks for himself? He's not. He's not. He's just reporting. Okay. He's not a recruiting guy. Zagoria's usually got his handprint on, on anybody in the Northeast. He doesn't. And he was in Spain. So yeah. he's, like, he's hearing from these coaches firsthand who are over there who are basically saying, Cal's not coming over here if he doesn't think he has the kid. And he's telling people that he thinks he has the kid. I think he went over there because he was afraid he was losing the kid. Could be. And who knows? I mean, 
Someone sent me a screenshot. Travis Graff, who did flip his prediction from Louisville to Kentucky over the weekend, said on the the rivals message boards, "I caution UK fans like this is far from a done deal. Like not not, not a done deal, but it's just leaning towards UK now. Who the hell knows?" And I tell you what, if it is up in the air, if it is like a 50-50 type deal, go get it done, Kenny Payne. Like, right, this is, you know, as painful as it has been seeing the tide seem to shift the last 48 hours, 72 hours, however long it's been, it would be that much sweeter now if we feel like we had lost the kid and Kentucky had been celebrating for the last week or so, and we still wind up getting him. Like, it would just make, Kenny Payne would even be on more of a high horse than he was a few weeks ago. Like, it would be fantastic. Get it done. Let's make this happen. I think Kenny knew, thought he had him, had him good, good, not locked in, but had him leaning. And then he, so he was like, ah, you know, I'll trip, I'll skip the Spain trip because who wants to eat papaya anyway? You know, I'm gonna get papaya. some ribs. Yeah, no, you keep papaya. <laughs> that is a fruit. Oh, whatever. Either way, it sucks. Okay, you know, I'm not gonna go to Spain. You know, Nolan, you do this. This is why you're the assistant. You go over there. You know, you know, watch some bulls and and, and, and yada yada yada. And then you know, then he realized like, wait a minute. Cal, you dirty SOB. You're going over there, huh? Oh, I see you. looking get a little there. I smell desperation on you. You smell that? What is it? That stink of desperation. Is this and like now, a reenactment? No, this is, no, I don't reenact anything. No one ever wants to do what I do. And so he goes over there and he, you know, he convinces him now Kenny's going to have to step it back up. I won't be shocked if we don't see Kenny Payne at a, at a DJ Wagner event here in the next couple months. Well, he's going to be at Peach Jam in a couple weeks. So I'll there you go. Yeah, I called it. Peach Jam's the big one. He's going <laughs> for but a, everyone goes to Peach Jam. Yeah, everybody's going to be there. He's going yeah. for an EYBL title, and if you know th- that was the the Shaw guy said he's probably going to commit at Peach Jam. So maybe it'll be a commitment to Louisville. That, Who knows? Telling me if you think he's going to UWK, I can. I'm. I, I, I what bothers I can't imagine DJ Wagner would commit any time in the next few months. Why would he? Because he wants to make sure that he can pave the way for him to transfer to Wagner. First senior year of high school. I mean, if I'm DJ Wagner, I'm not. When's the? I would go to the very end of the deadline of when they have to commit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people have been saying they think it's going to get done before the summer ends, before he starts his senior season of high school, wherever. If it's at Camden High School, or if it's somewhere here in town, or somewhere else, um, who knows if that's the case. He, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he wants to take official visits for during football Saturdays in, in the fall. Maybe he wants. You should to. want to. I would. I mean, hell yeah. I, I mean, take the take the visit to Syracuse. Take the visit to, yeah. to Nova. Take the I visit would, wherever. I don't care if I knew in my, in my own heart and mind that it was only down the U and UK. I'd still be going to Oregon and Kansas. You know, and, wait a couple months and be like, hey, Kenny, Kansas, are you so, like, just how committed are you to this whole, like, no NIL before you get here deal? Like, because, <laughs> like, has the landscape shifted at all? You're changing, you're softening a little bit on that. Uh, let's talk about this a little bit. I mean, only Louisville, when, when, when giving recruits money is kind of in the rule books now. Do we still have to keep our, our co- head coach in the dark about doing it? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, we'll uh, talk more about this. We'll also dive into the big football news of the day. Before we get out of here, though, reminding you guys, ShadyRays.com, the place to go when you need sunglasses this summer. Trevor Kelsey's been rocking them oh, all summer long. Them. He's never felt better, better about himself. You can feel the way Trevor Kelsey does. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. No, no, it's giving me comps. I put them on, and I'm like, I'm, I'm walking up to, like, pretty woman. I'm like, hey. But then I take them off, and I'm like, oh, and I run away. If you want to be Trevor Kelsey, go to ShadyRays.com, <laughs> pick out a pair, pick out 17 pairs, pick out however many pairs you want. When you check out, use the promo code BIGX. It's going to save you 15% on all those. Again, ShadyRays.com. Look right this summer. ShadyRays is going to help you out. We're going to break when we come back. A little football talk, more of the Thornton Sacks line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. just what it takes to make.
Trevor's really into Windows Guy. Maybe I'm just like my father Too bold Maybe I'm just like my mother Okay, still going, cool She's never satisfied She's never satisfied How <laughs> we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like Windows cry I, I know this year off the top of my head Yeah, what is it? Because it's the year I was born, 84 Yeah, correct is it, I, I, I was yeah. very confident there, and when I said it, I was like, what if it's not? Because so I'm pretty sure, you know, pe- people do the thing where it's like what the number one song in the world was when you I were born. I don't even know what the number one song, well, in the, well, this, of course, was number one song on June 10th, or July 10th. There you mean, go. In 1984. I and think, I think it, was, it still was when I was born in August. It That's might why have been. It had multiple weeks under it. I know that. That's the only reason why I knew 84. I feel like I've looked it up before, and I've seen I it. I couldn't tell you what the number one song was when I was born, though. Well, now we got to find it out. I think it was Blondie Call Me. I know what mine is. I'm not curious. What is? Okay, oh, yeah, what is maybe, your, it's gonna make me feel so bad. You look, you look up April twenty sixth, nineteen eighty. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like a Bieber song or something. It's not. I'm not twelve. <laughs> well, a little hyperbolic. I'm just for, saying. for the record. I thought it, he was right because I didn't know when Bieber was out anyway. <laughs> um, Angel by Shaggy. Oh God, it oh, makes me feel terrible. I like that. <laughs> it's a good one though. You're my angel, my darling angel. We also one time when I was drunk a long time ago, we did this big thing where we're like we looked nine months before we were born, like the conception song. <laughs> oh. some, I some like of, that. Some of those became a lot more. Fun. That would have been a great conception song. Why? Shaggy. Why did you pull me into that? <laughs> Sorry, it was the the laughing at Trevor's back door comment. <laughs> Oh, we're even now? You were owed that one. Yeah, we're even now. Trevor, what'd you say? April 26th, what? Uh, Yeah, I was actually, I got it brought up on my phone. I was going to say April 26th, when I was born, number one song was, yeah, Call Me by Blondie. Yeah, that's a good one. Call me. Well, I guess, what's nine months minus April? That would be, what? October. Of what's October Oh, no, that's six. Sorry, that's six. It would be July, right? July of 79? Yeah. So, let's see what mom and dad were jamming to when uh, Trevor was. This is. <laughs> I'm kind of terrified. Bad Girls by Donna Summer. <laughs> Follow, is either that or Ring My Bell by Anita Ward? Either which, one. <laughs> oh, hopefully they wait until September and they were listening to My Sharona by The Knack. Oh, they, I think Ring My Bell is even better. <laughs> I Will Survive right before that. Heart of Glass, Blondie, great song. Uh, I don't know about dad, but I don't think mom was listening to disco. Oh, man. Texas says, uh, would Trevor eat papaya if it meant DJ Wagner would commit to UofL? I mean, are we talking about the fruit or the the soft bread stuff? Papaya is a fruit. (laughs) Papaya is not soft. You don't listen to anything anybody says. Papaya is a rice dish. Uh, See, every time you say it, I keep thinking it's that thing with, like, the bread and you fold it over. Like Subway sells a them. Papadia? Yeah. <laughs> the I Papa, thought he was going with the Papa pita. John's. Pitas? Pitas. That's the. Yeah. Uh, I win. Good gosh. Interpreting Trevor, Jenna, like 50 points right there. <laughs> I mean, Trying to speak Trevor Kelly. I have a three year old nephew. That's so. Uh, that's what I keep. Papaya. I think that's, how, that's what I keep picturing when you talk about Spain's papilla. It's still not the right word. He's just not going to get it. That's what I keep picturing as like the little folding thing with the meat and, you know, like a gyro almost. Euro? Euro, yeah. <laughs> Everyone hates you now. <laughs> Good God. Uh, I don't know. What I, what's the papaya look like? What kind of fruit is it? It's like a. They're like orangey yellow, right? I believe that's correct. I'd probably yeah. try one for juice. But yeah, I would try. I, I, listen, I don't hate fruit. Vegetables, I'm more you know, on, but I like all the fruits. Like I eat strawberries, but, uh, bananas. I keep bananas in the house all the time. Okay. <laughs> Come on. I mean, seriously, all bananas. I can't, I mean, 
Come on, stop. <laughs> Jenna's rubbed off on me now. She's I just thought it was she's funny making me, She's it. making me feel too young now. I can't I say one thing without getting okay. giggling at you. You can't. Not, not today. Not today. He said, I keep bananas. Mike said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. We've got... Can we talk a little football real quick, please? Sure, I'm, 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 I'm dying to talk a little bit of football. Because I, I got something I got to bring up, too. Okay, great. <laughs> I made a prediction last week. I did it on the show. I did it on the, the Card Chronicle podcast. And I've, you know, I'm so rarely right that I'll bring up when I am right, just to, to pat myself on the back a little bit. I said, this Kobe Keenum kid who, and KRC kind of mocked it. Like, oh, we're going to, you know, Rutherford saying it's going to be the biggest deal ever. Kentucky fans are going to go nuts over Kobe Keenum. Kobe Keenum was originally supposed to go to UK, the, the huge mega recruiting weekend of June 17th. He flipped that and went to Louisville. And Louisville fans kind of played it up a little bit and said, you know, he's, you know, I think Ty Spalding ruffled some feathers by saying, we eat first here. And he went to UK, I think, the next weekend. He ends up going to UK. And, and it went, like the writing was on the wall for the last couple of weeks. This kid's going to go to UK. And you knew it was going to be because the big dog has been tweeting from his daughter's wedding about losing recruits. And, was great. That, yeah. and UK fans have been all upset about what Louisville's doing. They're giving them jets, honey. The jets are flying around downtown Louisville. You knew when you have a kid who is, again, relatively high thought of, high three-star player. UofL wanted him. UK got him. You knew they were going to play this up big. And my goodness, did they play it up big. Is this a three-star kid? Three-star kid. He's the number, you know, they, they, split, they flipped it by saying, He's number three center in the, in the, the country. He's, you know, he's, like, he's a top 900 kid. I think he's like number 808 on the, the 247 composite. Madden Sanker, who'll be committing uh, in about two hours, by the way, if you're looking for a frame of reference, the number 98 overall player in the class, four-star player. Um, but Kobe Keenum picks UK, and you knew he was going to do this too. He did the fake grab the UofL hat thing and put the UK hat on, and then what else did he do? He threw the L's down. Cool. L's down with the fans. He's so cool. L's down with the coaches. And UK, all the recruiting fan sites are doing the whole, like, you know, we eat first here. We still own the trenches. Like, F you, Louisville. You know, big dogs tweeting grammatically wrong tweets. Every other word misspelled, all caps. Like, doing his big dog thing. And they're all excited about it. I told you it was going to happen. I told you, keep a level head. Just, you know, you don't even need to point out the fact that we are going to have three offensive linemen all ranked higher than Kobe Keenum in the recruiting rankings. You can if you want to. But we know where we are. We know what's happening right now. Let them have this. Because Monday's our night. And now we've got Madden Sanker, who's yep. going to announce his commitment at 7 o'clock. Um, <laughs> there, there has been a part of me today that's been like, what if he doesn't commit to us? Because like, like, everybody's just assumed this for so long. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame you for not having Keith on the show, first of all. I will I will take full blame for that. If, if Madden Sanker winds up committing somewhere else, I'll who take else, full blame for it. Who else is he being recruited with heavily by other than us? A lot of people thought it was going to come down to us in Georgia because he's the kid from Georgia. Okay. And he also is the kid. He should be your favorite player because he went on the Miami recruiting visit recently and basically just like talked to oh, recruits yeah, about how, I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Miami sucks. Yeah. Go to Louisville. Like, like, and yeah. Miami coaches were like, okay, you don't need to pee. Peace yet. out, buddy. Yeah, get out. But he, I mean, he's got big-time scholarship offers from pretty much everywhere. Uh, Auburn offered him. Um, Georgia was, was very hot on this trail for a long time. Tennessee, Oregon, uh, Virginia Tech. He's – Apparently going to pick Louisville. I think Arkansas was the other school that made a big-time push for him a little bit late. But if he does commit to Louisville, uh, I love that Keith pointed this out. Louisville would now have, on its roster in two years, Madden Sanker, Popeye Williams, Pierce Clarkson, DeAndre Moore, Ruben Owens, and Aaron Williams, all who would be the highest-rated recruits to ever sign with Louisville at their position in this ACC. And you just named, what, like five positions right there? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six positions. Cornerback, quarterback. Running back. Defensive lineman, running back. Wide receiver, offensive line. That's not bad. I mean, <laughs> this is not the point of what you're talking about. But did you just say one of their names is Popeye? Yeah. Popeye. Popeye. He's on, yeah. on the team this year. Yeah. He's the highest rated recruit from last year's class. 
freshman, learn the name, Jenna. You're you gonna have like to it. be good if your name's Popeye. You don't leave your kids much of a choice. Like, like you're throwing <laughs> them in the water. To be cool. If you name your kid Popeye. I mean, it's not his Christian name, right? I'm assuming it's a nickname. I like to think it's Popeye. I want his name to be Popeye. I mean, Popeye Jones's wasn't real Popeye. It was just that was that was a nickname. Correct. Really. I'm yeah. assuming Popeye Williams is a nickname. It's crazy how many Popeyes we do have. You think that you, 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 I know you're surprised over there, Jenna, but there's, he's not the first Popeye to play. He's I, not. Yeah. Popeye Jones played at Murray State, right? Wasn't it? Or is it more? I get Murray and Moorhead always mixed up. He was at, he was at Murray or Moorhead. I forget which one. Still quite unfortunate. And played NBA, obviously. Everything that I see about Popeye Williams, there's no like legal name given. He might just be Popeye. Is Maybe there quotation Popeye. marks around Popeye? No. Well, no, that, that's his, that name. Case, his official U of L bio just says Popeye. That's, that's like, weird. I did would never I would not have guessed that at all. When I you mean, name your kid Popeye, like you're throwing him right in the water right away and you're like, if you if you're not a badass, you're gonna get your ass kicked. Dude's in gotta be six five, diesel. There's no choice. That, or like that in a think tank. That or they gave the birth certificate to mom while the drugs are still on. Could be. <laughs> she was just like, Hey, that's the name of Popeye. <laughs> I'm choosing to believe that his name is just Popeye. That it's not like a peanut whitehead thing where his real name was DeAntoine. I mean, anytime there's never been a, a situation where the the name of the player is something even like even Magic Johnson, whatever, Fat Lever. You know, I mean, it's always a nickname. Well, in this never case. their it's never their you know is you know their Christian name. That's I gotta figure that out. I'm fine right now. Yeah, I mean, can we get him on the phone or something? I mean. <laughs> As William explained, it became a football nickname, but when he moved out to Westfield, his dad used Popeye when meeting the coaches in eighth grade and then caught on to the players. At Westfield, what they do is the teachers will say, okay, is this your real name? Raise your hand if you want to be called by any other name. Well, that's not, so it's not his real so name. So I raised my hand, and I said, I want to be called Popeye. Yeah. And they said, we're not going to call you that. <laughs> so apparently he changed his name. His, I guess he officially changed his name to so Popeye. So now he it legally, is his legal name. Yeah. Okay, so that's his choice. So his parents didn't name him that, his, though. Uh, I guess his full name is Garrick Williams III. Okay. There, there you go. go. Yeah. His nickname is Popeye. It's not yeah. much better. I mean, it's okay, but if you, my you, name was Garrick, I'd probably go with Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary, no I hate mean. to his ancestors. No apologies. Names to, are Garrick. Apologies to Garrick McGee. Um, it's spelled differently <laughs> okay. than than Garrick McGee's was. G E R R I C K. For some reason, it just feels nerdier than, it does. than, like than G A. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Like you, you have your cursor just bad, and it went from Derek to Garrick. Whatever. Uh, couldn't see the keyboard. Texture says, since Trevor says he likes fruit, would he drink a fruit smoothie that had greens mixed in for a national championship in either basketball or football? It's salad adjacent. Would you drink the smoothie that I drink every day for a national Just title? Just because it's football? green doesn't yeah. mean it tastes like veggies. It tastes fine. It's good. The banana. I, mean, I drink. Mil- I drink. I love mint milkshakes. So yeah, I drink well, some green. You'd like this? Yeah, he would. You bring me one of those in tomorrow, and I'll drink it if you. What, 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 if we get a national title? Mary makes them. She'll make it. We'll have her make another one. She'll do it. What's it taste like again? Apple. Doesn't say banana. Like yeah, banana kind of masks the taste of all everything else. If you I put, like banana. If you put banana in a smoothie, or I peanut mean, butter. Oh, come on. Or I, peanut butter. Can I name one fruit? Peanut butter's one. looking. I can't say I like without you giggling at me. I, I didn't, didn't giggle. It wasn't me this time. I didn't giggle. I just nod. no. I, I saw g- your expression. I gave a knowing nod. I acknowledged that the comment was made. That's all I did. Uh, banana will mask the taste of all the other like kind of I'll use your word gross stuff that can go in there. It's good. It's a masking agent. It's good. It's like a palate cleanser. Texas says, so we can we can we claim that Sanker picked Louisville over UK? I don't know if he had an UK offer. I don't. Who picked Louisville over UK? Man, Sanker, the guy. Oh, the, the guy, guy we're talking day, about yeah. right now. Jeez. Um, hold on, let me look at his profile. If he did, maybe that I have to hit Keith up and be like, we need to change our headline. Sanker <laughs> picked Louisville over UK. Others. Kentucky kicked to the curb. Like, like, if you're gonna do, like, if he's if he does. And you know how you just said uh, the other dude for Kentucky did the fake, you know, I'm going to reach for Louisville and then reach for yeah. Kentucky. Like, that's so played out. At this point, like, if I'm a recruit, 
I know the bar is being set very high for recruits in terms of how they decide their college. I mean, we've gone to videos, yeah. jumping in pools. I mean, it's gotten like it's it's like it's like they're playing chicken with baby reveal parties to see which one can be more crazy and out of, out of and, and more wacky. But <laughs> are you okay there. Oh, it's the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Now you can giggle at. <laughs> Come on. That's not why I laughed. I laughed because it was out of nowhere. I feel like Jenna's like our our, our, our studio audience at a, at a, at a sitcom, like I'm giggling the in the gallery. background. Yeah, she keeps us young. Um, they need, I, I want to raise the level, and one way I can see do it do that is do like a cool like wrestling heel turn moment, like actually put on like say you're you're going to go to U of L, and but UK's recruiting, so you pick up the UK hat and you actually put it on. And you unstrip your shirt, unzip your jacket, and you got a UK shirt on. And like somebody in like a wildcat looking mascot comes out and you're cheering, like, yeah, yeah. And then you turn around and you kick the UK wildcat in the crotch and you give him a stunner. And you take the hat and you throw it off and you tear off your shirt and underneath it says Cardinals. There have been a couple kind that of would be like awesome. that. Not, 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 they haven't gone that far, but where they've actually like put the hat on and then like turned it around and be like, oh, my bad. Like looked at it the wrong way. The best one recently that I saw, because a lot of people are doing this the video thing and they do, I don't even know how to explain it. It looks like kind of the, like, like before previews, like the the insignia of a movie corporation. Like they have like these weird like mm. lights forming, and they form like the logo of a school. And some guy had this like all the lights forming, and it formed the Penn State Nittany Lion head. And then it flipped immediately to like 100% committed to Clemson, like right after that. <laughs> and it, it, it was a good video, but everybody knew who's going to Clemson anyway, so it kind of didn't work that well. But that was funny. You got, you got to do something. You got, we got to raise the. I don't know how we can do raise the bar anymore, but I mean, and I don't know if that's really. Doing like the heel turn thing I did to that degree, that'd probably be really piss off the other fan base. That's the whole point doing it, right? Sure. I want somebody to go so far as to like do the whole commitment press conference where they talk about like, yeah, so happy to be a wildcat. They put it on, they ask questions, and they just sign a letter of intent with a different school. So that like when when the when the news comes out the next day, like they start writing the stories, they're like, Oh, he just he did the whole press yeah. conference as though he was a Kentucky commit and signed with doesn't Louisville. Doesn't tell anybody. Just he, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what, if the whole just, thing. what if he just doesn't tell anybody and he just shows up at Louisville's campus? And Kentucky's like, where's he at? Why hasn't he gotten here yet? And like, I never even signed with you. Didn't get the facts. Ha-ha. Uh, Texture says, since you use ESPN Plus as a write-off, can Trevor use his fast food purchases as a tax write-off since that's part of his job to talk about it on air? Ooh, well, he could. He could. Ten, Trevor didn't fall for ah, that. Actually, yeah, if he had yeah, Harvey's yeah, sponsorship, yeah, yeah. then he'd really be. Texture says, mint milkshake is green for a whole different reason than a good smoothie. It is. I was, I was just going to let him. Yeah. But they're both green, right? Just let him live in that they're world. They're white. They're both, well, no. Well, white chocolate's really good, by the way. Texture says, for God's sake, please do not tell Trevor what is in the smoothie. This could actually be something that saves his life. It's amazing <laughs> how casually he agreed to drink it. <laughs> this, this is gonna come weird, but I'm like more willing to try something that's uh, that's liquid than I am edible. Ew. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm a, I'm a weird person. I don't. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I can see. Like that. you're willing to like it's some. I don't know, just because it's uh, the, the color's not gonna throw me off on on something. I mean, it looks goofy, and the fact that it's, the way it sticks to the inside of your once you get to the bottom, cup is kind of yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's different, kind of gross looking, but it's good. It, all good stuff in there. Yeah. I promise you. Uh, we gotta go to break before we do the last hour. Reminding you guys again. Uh, show being brought to you now by our friends over at AirServe, the Louisville area's AC and heating experts. This season, look for them to win the division again. Love Troy script here. AirServe returns all their stars. They're available 24-7. Simple game plan, Trevor. Keeping you comfortable and safe in your home. they got in-depth cleaning, air quality solutions like air purification systems and allergen protection, all this good stuff. And they're available to you 24-7. They're like EMTs for your HVAC. Go to AirServe.com slash Louisville. That's A-I-R-E. S-E-R-V dot com slash Louisville. They got you covered if you have AC issues this summer. Don't sweat it. 
air service on your team. Uh, we'll take a break when <laughs> we get come it. back. Don't sweat it because uh, you'd sweat if your AC broke, but it All wouldn't. All right, here's the song. You would be sweating. <laughs> Shut up, Trevor. <laughs> We're going to break. we got one more segment coming up. We'll talk in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll rehash some stuff on the DJ Wagner front, take more of your text, and get you ready for everything going on in the world of Cardinal sports this evening. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 The Big X. Maybe I'm just like my father. know any better you'd think this show was like set in 1980 it feels like stranger things no music passed like 1986 yeah. <laughs> no baby it wasn't even at the right time be off. Trevor's rhythm once again showing it. I've got rhythm. We need to show Jenna the video from uh, the the live show of you doing. I'm amazed that hasn't gone some viral in some way, like that guy clapping out of rhythm. Well, we do have a gif of it. It's fantastic. <laughs> so we need to make that happen. And okay. by, and for the record, for your little smile, oh, we don't have music since 1987. What year did this song come out? I'm, I'm assuming by your tone that it was after 1987. <laughs> so I'm going to say 19. Well, gets past you. 1991. Nope. Thank you. 89. Nope. 90. Uh, I'm all over it today, though. This this was this was my wheelhouse boy band. Well, with that new edition, I was like, that was this. Yeah, you know, every every generation has their like boy band, pop band that's that like define our youth. You're yeah, you're Backstreet Boys. you're Backstreet Boys yeah. exactly. I'm assuming that's because you're still Backstreet Boys. No, Jenna's, Jenna's, Jenna's too old for that. Jenna's like what was Jenna? What was yours, Jenna? She's oh, like yeah. Bieber. Oh, that's right. That's I'm not thinking, a boy band. But like, you didn't have boy bands. Yeah, you don't have any boy Still. bands left. There were no boy bands in like I'm thinking like your the when, last when you were like 12, 13. Big time rush. I don't even know what that is. Oh that's no, fine. I, I, it was a TV show. I know who that is. I saw them they in were, concert in the fourth grade. I'm going to see them again big, in a couple weeks. Big oh, time rush it. was a group, a boy band that was at a uh, a, 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 tip, uh, a, a school. And the, 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 the dean always tried to get them thrown out. and They'd get caught doing antics and stuff. A little stuff. worried about how you know this. Not true. It, no, it was. also wrong. <laughs> it came on after Victoria. It, Victoria Justice? Yeah. Okay, you're, but the plot, you do not have. It had to, you might have seen one episode. I saw so, my, my my buddy, my roommate was a single father, and, we, and his child was this. I'd babysit, I'd sit with him in the daytime, and he would watch Victoria and uh-huh. and no, uh, Big Time Rush and all those shows on Disney for well, that hours. That concert I went to was Victoria Justice and Big Time Rush. Yeah, Ooh. they were on. They were like on, was that was the blo- afternoon block so on Disney. Fun. Yeah, I do. I maybe had the the plot a little mixed up, but I do remember it slightly. I remember the show. Yeah, the show was I'm awful. Completely out of my element. Do you know? Did you see Spy Kids? No. You never saw Spy Kids? I'm familiar with I like I have no I have no reason to watch Disney. I'm like, That's so old. Spy I'm in my Kids like mid twenties when like this is happening. Three. I knew what I Spy Kids was. I've never seen it. I know it, what it is, but I've never yeah. I've never watched it. Okay, well what, somebody what, from Big Time Rush is married to the girl from Spy Kids. And okay. people like never know that and it's really cool. What uh, we're tapping into a new demographic. Yeah. The twenty somethings listening to the show are like finally wouldn't, wouldn't one <laughs> direction be, that I get. Is one direction too new? Oh, yeah, one, one direction is, probably be one direction is a good one too. Or like five seconds of summer. But I was a little bit older when they came up. Yeah. So there's all every generation has. I mean, it, it rotate. Boy bands is something that's been going on How for do we decades. Okay. I mean, every day there's going to be something new. We, we have to get out of here at five twenty-five. We need to move on. Like this is, <laughs> I, I appreciate it, but we've we've no no more boy bands. We're done. Well, on that note, 
guess what? Jenna got her classes today. Her what? Her classes today for school. At school? I did get yeah. her She's happy. She likes the schedule. She's excited. Yeah. Is this So is this last year, Jenna? No, I have a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. But this, I'm a year behind because I came home from Western and lost a bunch of credits. It's so. just a it's a victory lap. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm really competitive, so I'm not enjoying it, so I don't like talking to people about it, but I am a semester behind. I'm supposed to graduate in 23. But okay. she got everything she likes she touched. She got, she's going to be in French. I am. Can you speak French to us? No. That's why she's taking the class. Fermez la bouche means shut your mouth. That's why she's taking the class, Trevor. No parlez-vous français? <laughs> I know some things from Duolingo. Do you know what Michael is in French? Michael? Michel. I thought that was Fre- I thought that was German. No. Michel. I thought, I thought Michel was German. German. From- yeah, because in the movie Eurotrip, remember he's like, Michael wants to have sex with me. And he's like. Maybe it's both. It's, it's my. Oh, I had one Michelle year of French a- <laughs> growing up, and I was I was Michel, and I was like, well, this sucks. I was like, it was like. Fifth grade, too, when you like really don't want to be called a girl's name when you're like 11. And I had to be Michelle that whole year. The only time I had to do a different name was when I was in Spanish and I was Manuel. I was Miguel. I was happy. I got to pick it, though. I used to go to a doctor who was Hispanic, and he always called me Gina. And I was like, I'm not 60. Don't call me Gina. <laughs> Speaking of Spanish, you know Damn, I, Gina. You know what I learned like, yesterday for the first time ever? What? In La Bamba. You know the song La Bamba, right? Of course. I never knew that the song doesn't go, la da 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 la bamba He's actually saying words. <laughs> I always thought it was ba da 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 la bamba. So do I. Told you See, thank you. Okay, yes. <laughs> but I mean, after that, apparently he, says, he actually says like some. He's actually saying Spanish words. Well, after he says la bamba, he is. No, but going into la bamba, I always, I always thought it was. I think it's ba, la 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 la. I thought la it was ba da 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 la bamba, like b a d a d a d a. But apparently he's actually saying something. No, he's not. You, you, you've been told wrong. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. It's ba 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 ba. But like after that, he's like, he says, like, this is Richie Valens, right? He says, yeah, yeah. Yo no soy marinero. After that, <laughs> why are you laughing? He's just reading Spanish. Yeah, because <laughs> he's not reading. He's singing it. You're such an easy audience. <laughs> I <Yeah>. Love it. <laughs> yeah, he says, but like that part, like la 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 bum bum. I was told he doesn't. Say, okay, I was told he was saying words, and I was an idiot no, for not knowing that. No, no. La Bamba is the most debated lyrics. Uh, back in the day, before we had like lyrics, it was always the most debated really? song of all time. Really? I remember my dad said when he was a kid, one of his friends like came running out of his house like a piece. Of, he's like, I've got it. I've got it. I've got the lyrics. <laughs> That's what kids did back in the day. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sex Line. Texas says, Jenna, it's okay. My grandma just graduated at 87 years old. You'll be fine. So there you go. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought we were talking about the Gina comment. I was like, No, what? you're, you're going to beat the Texas grandma okay. when it comes to graduating. Well, You'll congrats, beat me, too. Grandma? It makes you feel That's better. exciting. <laughs> Texas says, this show is having a stroke. LOL. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Texas says, T- I don't even know what this is. Um, TK something? Uh, this is a KRC text. Oh, Casey Tex. TJ saying that alone is scripted, but loves the challenge, which is for sure scripted. A hilarious <gasps> cha- position to take. They're talking about the challenge, the reality Calm show. I used to watch down. the challenge all the time. I love the challenge. I just got my sister to start watching it. I watched it obsessed. all the time. I haven't watched it in like ten years. I, okay, all of the seasons are on Paramount Plus. CT Beast. Uh, CT's back on. Is he really? He's been he's back on be for like, like four years, and he's still winning. Of course he is, the, because the guy, he's a boss. I could. I'm convinced CT would kill it in any professional sports Absolutely. league in America. Absolutely. He's an absolute beast. Johnny Bananas no took like three years off. He's back Johnny on this Bananas? season. I had friends who met Johnny Bananas on spring break. He spilled every gross secret that they could possibly I love that. Wasn't though. that the drug dealer in Super Troopers? Johnny no, Bananas? that was Johnny Chimpo. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Are y'all talking about the challenge or road rules or what? I don't yes, know. Yes, okay, yes. so it's people from... No, yes. I, know, I know the concept of the show. I just don't know their names. I, I, oh, yes, we're talking about I, I know the concept because, as the texture pointed out, and obviously today <laughs> talking about it, from my days on KRC, are you going to be okay? I was three, by the way. Jeez. You're so good. Always at least three. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I, TJ, I know, has a very love for... I don't think Roush does as much. Roush does, I used to. Roush I, loves Survivor with TJ ago. and Big Brother like TJ. But TJ is, yes, a huge uh, challenge and uh, all those shows fans. I don't know anything now about it. Now they have but. people from, like, across the pond on there. So you get to hear a bunch of different accents. Nice. They're just as crazy. It's fun. Okay. <laughs> Resubscribe, Mike. Okay. Um, <clears throat> goodness, I have no idea. Texas, oh goodness, now we have two derailers on the show. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers to Mike. We have 15 minutes left in the show now. We've talked about nothing to start the hour. I, I, that, is, that is so full of it. That is not true. People are saying that they say, para baila la bamba. Yeah, that's what the, the what I was reading. It's, Which means to dance. To dance. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it is not ba da 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 It's actually some saying. So it's para baila la bamba. Yeah, he's actually okay. saying a phrase. There you go. I, so at least I wasn't the only one that, that didn't know that until I didn't know. Yeah, I, I learned. Know, I, I taught you. It's like the um, what was the other one that we talked about that we didn't know? Um, oh, Barbara Ann. Oh yeah, ba 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 did they? You know from Minions. I know from Save by the Bell. I love it. I watched Save by the Bell. Well, thank God. The new one or the you talking about the old one, right? There's a new one? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. I watched it when okay, I good. got ready for school. Me too. The more <laughs> things change, the more they stay the same. I do like having the generational in here to, to help us. Because, like, you, I'm the oldest, and you've got a few years behind me, and, and, and we take a y'all, big leap with Jenna. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, mean, the difference between me and you is nothing. It's like, to it's like five years, yeah. And then, I'm but, also the youngest by a lot, though, so I feel like I, a lot of things you guys talk about I know. You still know, but even the stuff that's still even, you know, I, we don't know. You, you were young for, but you know it. I mean, you yeah. can help us with. Like when you said boy bands, for some reason, the first thing that popped in my head was O-Town. I loved O-Town. My mom did, Saw too. Saw concert at King's Island. I have an O-Town CD in my car. I didn't, I'm not familiar with O-Town. Ashley Angel had his own show on MTV. It was incredible. Um, his solo music? Beautiful. Well, I would not go that far. <laughs> I like it. Uh, all or nothing. some boy band solo band? I mean, all or nothing's incredible. So I can good. sing all the words. So good. Know oh, them all. Congrats. Yeah, it's fantastic. Liquid Dreams, wildly inappropriate <laughs> for a boy band. An actual, so good. An actual song that was popular at one point in time. Basically talking about having wet dreams in their pants to various celebrities. That was a song. That was the basis of a boy band song in the late 90s slash early 2000s. The band was called what? O-Town. And O-Town doesn't get you a giggle? I mean, come on. They were from Orlando. Oh, okay. There was a reason behind it. <laughs> from that old face. <laughs> okay. We now have 12 minutes left. Move on. Texture says, uh, Jeff Greer had a great point on the risks of a coaching staff working behind closed doors. Shout out to the Floyd Street Tribune. If KP continues to strike out on 2023, how quickly does that approach change? Jeff did it. It was a good – I thought his latest newsletter was very good. He talked about kind of like you – know, it's great that KP – the, the trust in KP philosophy, because that's what every Louisville fan is doing right now, right? No. When we hear bad news or, like, you know, these recruits don't pick us and people are saying you only have one guard in your roster, what's going on with the 2023 class, you just say, trust in KP. He knows what he's doing. But we're getting no, like, out in the open pieces of evidence that this, that this is actually the case, right? So if he runs the risk, Kenny Payne does. It's kind of a high-wire act where if you do wind up getting Wagner and a number of these recruits you basically just tell everybody, like, shut up. When you don't hear positive news for a month, don't freak out moving forward. Just know that I've got this. But if he doesn't have it, if we, like, like if the season goes poorly, we don't do well with the 2023 class, and he continues to do this secretive thing where it's everything done behind closed doors, I think you run the risk of everybody just taking the silence and the lack of news to be, like, does this guy have any idea what he's doing? Right? Yeah, it will, faith. yeah. 
which is kind of, I feel like we're sort of getting a glimpse of that right now. Exactly. With everybody's talking about the Wagner stuff. Um, Texture says, my my 43-year-old wife and friends went to the mixtape tour two weeks ago at, at Rupp. New Kids on the Block, En Vogue, and Rick Astley. Incredible. Interesting. Mary went to the New Kids on the Block. Uh, it's a weird Backstreet combination. Boys? Backstreet Boys thing a few yeah. years ago, yeah. I, I, knew somebody, I knew somebody did like the, uh, the I think there was a New Kids, and uh, you would say it was, it was Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, yeah. Yeah, I knew somebody went to one of those, but... <laughs> Like Rick Hansley seems kind of because he was like eighty seven. I didn't he had like even that know one he song. was going. On he had tour. the one song in eighty seven, and then you know, in Vogue was like ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. What's I mean, it gonna be? I feel like there's like a, this is like an interesting gap. Like you had like Rick Hansley start there, then you had New Kids in the Little Run, and then in Vogue had their run, and that's it. Also, like, kind of like different audiences. I feel like very different. In Vogue audience. fans, I would not see as like Rick it's Astley. Eclectic. Fans. No, no. In, yeah, if you were in In Vogue, you're probably a couple, obviously years younger, like. Our age to gap. Texas, are you going to Kroger tomorrow to meet that. Coach Cal? I did not know Coach Cal was going to be at Kroger tomorrow. I didn't either. Which one? Who knows? Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's like, a lot of Just like Thornton's. <laughs> um, not yeah. a lot of Kroger's. People keep sending in the, the La Bamba lyrics now. Okay. <laughs> so, we, okay. yeah. so helpful. Texas, apologies. I've been off the radio for about six weeks, but I'm back at it today. The only question I have based on the lady two hours is who is the last two hours is who is Jenna? Is she part of the show now or was she a court appointed or something? Something TK got mixed up in. Um, she is, wow. She's interning with us. She's, yeah. she's been here for a few weeks now. You just missed the, the debut of Jenna a few weeks ago. She's, now she's, she's rocking and rolling Mondays with, and Wednesdays. Mondays and Wednesdays. Not at five days, but she's on Mondays and Wednesdays. And uh, she usually jumps on the board and usually about an hour or two and takes over from there for me. Terry says, wait, what? Trevor will drink a salad, notify the sports guys, and utilize this ASAP. UofL will be back in 2013 to form in no time. I mean, if you put a salad like, in a blender and mix it in to, like, uh, into a liquid and then— Give I him mean, a little puree. I mean, put— <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, He's like my son. Add some flavor to it of some kind. Like, can we add some flavor? Does that still take away from the salad? I mean— Put some flavor in there. Yeah. A little vanilla yogurt. Something. something, yeah, strawberry maybe. I, I mean, it's a strawberry salad. Yeah, I love strawberries. Cherries, I love cherries. Is cherry a fruit? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you paused because apparently I'm not talking. I don't know why. I just never think of cher- like, cherries. It's I- a nightshade, I think. Okay. Because right? it's, it's I never hear like cherries mentioned when you talk about like popular fruits. And cherries are awesome. We've talked about our love of maraschino cherries. Yeah, yeah. I love what them. Did, I mean, how did you say that? Maraschino. I thought they were maraschino. I mean, it's so. Bruschetta, right? We we say bruschetta. That's cheese, yeah. right? It's supposed to be bruschetta. Okay. In, in Italy, if you go there, yeah. this, this is like a Paddington Bear thing. Exactly. Again. Yeah. Uh, what Paddington? What was? You, you mean Berenstein Bears? Berenstein, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Pad- <laughs> that's Paddington's another bear, it's right? Not a Mandela effect. That's a, that's another bear, though, right? Isn't Paddington a yes, bear? Yes. But, but <laughs> once again, you're trying to claim a minor victory out of a major. I'm in the right family. Up. I don't even know what we're talking about now. Uh, Sex line. No, I always I always said maraschino, but it might be maraschino. I think it's maraschino. I think one with her. That's one. Okay. Woo! Tomatoes. They're good either way. Good. Very good. Yeah. I won't eat tomatoes though, or tomatoes. But what did you say you thought bruschetta was? <laughs> it's cheese, cheese, right? No, bruschetta is like the little. It's like the little appetizer. <laughs> it's on bread. It's like tomato with the cheese and like the little basil. No, I thought bruschetta was cheese. No. No, it's like a, a food, like a legit. Well, cheese is food. Yeah, but like put together. No, I thought it was a stinky cheese. No. But like brie. I mean, that's I know what that is. I know that's cheese. I'm pretty sure I thought it was a cheese. You okay. sure it's not a cheese? I'm positive. Okay. Um, Texas, what the hell is going on out here? Vince Lombardi and me. Quote, yeah, I know. This is, this is, Which one's, is that what's that from? We've got seven minutes now. Left on the show. Can we talk real quickly about Will Smith getting screwed off the All-Star team? Oh. So they announced... Only the, if we can talk about how uh, Vlad still didn't get an All-Star I was gonna say, vote. You're going to bring this back to the Blue Jays, I know. <laughs> they announced the MLB All-Star teams yesterday. We, we knew the fan voting was... 
kind of gave you an indication of who the stars were going to be, but we found out who the reserves were going to be yesterday. Will Smith, of he of UofL slash KCD slash St. Matthews Little League fame, first in virtually every stat, first or second in virtually every major offensive stat when it comes to catchers in the National League. Not a National League All-Star. Okay, before I start going into a rant of complaining, and I probably still can, I'm assuming you're only having two catchers on the roster. Correct. Uh, obviously, Contreras is the starter. Obviously, every, yeah, as he should. Every team has Enjoy to have him one. while you can. I love a couple that more man. weeks. Every team has one, has, gets one representative in the All Star game as well. Still, is that still a rule? Yes, yeah, so the Reds got uh, Luis Castillo. Okay, shouldn't which, have. Which, by the way, I'm so curious. I don't I'm think that would be a rule we could throw out by this point. But you think because that was I think done mainly when the All Star game. You never saw American and National Leagues play each other at all and stuff. And anyway, so they're not even wearing their individual uniforms. Yeah, anymore. I mean, so yeah, I think this should be getting rid of that. That being said, so so you Contreras is the starter. Who's the, so there's only one other catcher I'm assuming on the roster anyway, right? Yeah, I don't even remember the guy that took over. Because that's what I'm curious is is he actually having as good at least a good a season as Will Smith? Somebody put their numbers up head to head, and Will's were better. Because it could be a situation where Will is you know you look at his getting screwed, but the guy ahead of him is just as much debate as he does getting on there. It was like it was not apples and oranges, but it was. Like based on the stats, Smith should have been the guy. Also, I was curious if who, that who was the guy. And, and here's the other thing I wonder: is it's the it, guy from the Braves? Um, okay, never mind. Their then. catcher. I don't know who their catcher is. I can't remember. I thought you were gonna say also it's the guy from his a team that he's the only representative that team had. No, no I no, can no. see that maybe having a way of screwing Will because Acuna is the starter for the Braves. Yeah, no, yeah, no, the Braves, no, the Braves are the best teams in the National League. They've got more than one guy, I would think. Also, the legacy selection, like they gave Albert, Albert Pujols a legacy selection. I'm like, a what? Come on, what are we doing? I thought legacy was like meant like father. You're like you're the son of someone. Well, that's yeah, like a, that's Pujols a, a different did. definition. Okay, I mean, but they're basically like getting him into the All Star game because it's his last year. I mean, why don't they just call it the old timer award? Just like throw the dog a bone guy award. I don't mm-hmm. know, Trevor. I Did died. you see that Wilson and his brother are both playing? I saw. That's only like the fourth or fifth time that's ever happened. It happened with the Alomars, I believe. And the Griffies, I think. Prop. No, Griffies didn't play an all-star game together. Yep. Only his dad. By the time Griffey got in, his dad was literally at the end of his rope. I mean, he got really. the Bonds have been all-stars? No. no. The, the, only, the only father-son to play <laughs> together was the uh, one of the Griffies. And they basically did that as like a stunt. Yeah, well, yeah. that was a publicity thing. <laughs> the dad was done. D- dad got yeah. released, and Seattle picked him up for as, as yes, as a publicity stunt to go with his son, and it happened to have the great moment where they hit the home runs together. Yeah, uh, Texas. I don't think KP is going to make it at U of L. I'm starting to get the Tubby Smith vibe. One title, won a title, and it was still not good enough. As much as I love him, he will never be accepted. Well, let's, let's pump the brakes. Let's. We're still very, very <laughs> it's early. Brand new. We're very early. We need to calm down. We're reacting to things as they happen. So right now, understandable. A little bit of un. Settling amongst the fan base, but let's not let's 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 That's calm part down. of being a fan base though is, is reacting to things exactly. I mean, we're talking about it, but we can I think you know who knows how this is going to play out. Texas, my God, we have people in our workplaces now that were born the year Shaggy's Angel came out. I've never <laughs> felt older. I knew it was if this if that makes you feel bad, it can't be the worst than the day we asked Jenna if she knew who Master P was, and she said, I think I've heard my dad <laughs> talk <it>. about him. <laughs> that was a bad one. Maybe I'm trying my best. Okay, I don't You're know fine. what you want from me. Texas says, Jesus, everyone on our team has an NIL team, Mike. Uh, I'm a big deal. fan, dude, but that's not true. I don't even know what that means. You mean everybody on our team has an NIL deal is what he meant? Yeah, I don't know what he's saying. Who? I mean, does everybody on our team have an NIL deal? I, Nil deal? I don't know what that text means. Yeah. He's, he's mad at me for something, but I'm not sure what he's saying. I mean, you brought up – well, I think you mentioned something about, what, what you know, is Kenny going to start getting heat because he has shied away from the nil stuff in recruiting. It, at least it appears that way, and then, of course, obviously – 
has that appearance because of the the news about well, the recruit. Yeah, if and, that's what he's talking about, then I'm I, my reference was Kenny Payne coming out and saying himself, like yeah. I, we're not going we're going to use NIL based on who, what you've accomplished while you're here. We're not going to use it to get recruits. We're not going to come out and say you know, if a recruit's naming an amount that he needs to come here, we're not going to like we're not interested in that, which is something that's happening in football and basketball. And I like I think that. It, if you have that approach and you still get kids and you have success on the court, then that's fine. Like, that's the best-case scenario, right? If we don't have success on the court and we strike out in this 2023 class, I think you're going to have a lot of fans out there who are saying, hey, maybe maybe walk back that, that, that stance a little bit. Maybe give a kid what he wants if, that's going to, if, it, if it's going to be between that and us getting, like, not top 20 recruiting classes, right? I think Kenny will eventually come around to that, too, especially if, you know, he starts maybe losing a couple of kids here and there. Yeah. Texas says, is it safe to assume that Louisville will go 0-3 in Maui? Well, I don't know. It's not safe to assume anything. Go where? 0-3 in Maui. It's oh. a great field in Maui. I mean, I think we have— Possible. I mean, I mean, we will. if you were ranking teams on, like, power ranking the field right now, 1 through 8, we're definitely 7 or 8. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, it's probably us or Cincinnati at the bottom. So, it's certainly possible that we go 0-3, but— you know, crazy stuff happens in Maui. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, Chaminade. This I was going to ask you, is it, do we get a Chaminade year? They do every other year now. They played last year. So They'll not be the there. Way. This will be the first uh, Maui Invitational back in Maui since COVID. So that's it'll be maybe more eyes. You're playing at the Lahaina Civic Center for the first time since, you know, they did it in uh, Las Vegas two years ago. They did it in Nashville last year. They didn't have it three years ago. So that'll be something. Nashville just seems weird to have them. Asheville. Oh, Asheville. It's even weirder. I thought you said Nashville, too. Right? I did, too. Nashville, sorry. Well, Asheville, Nashville. It's just a migration of the, the hippiness. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Texas, I'm all... In all of the TK salad convos, we have never mentioned pasta salad, egg salad, potato salad, and brushing on a fruit salad. Only brushing on a fruit salad. I think we've mentioned most salads. Okay, all the egg salad, no. Well, pasta salad, no. Chicken salad, no. Tuna salad, no. I know you didn't mention potato those, but I'm going to throw it out there. Potato salad, no. Jesus, uh, I concur. These aren't even like real salads. Though. I know, and they're not real but food either. They're nasty. Agree. Um, fruit salad. Now, what, what all is in a fruit salad? Is it's it? just fruit. Then I would eat a fruit salad. I like fruit salads. Yeah. Once again, it's got like a, it's got like cantaloupe. Hard and fast with the word loose. I mean, we're playing hard and loose with fast and loose with the word salad here. What are we doing? Good God! All I, all I got from that is we're hard somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm uh, done. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't giggle. It's, it's got like it's got like yeah, it's got a cantaloupe and a, a, a watermelon chunk in it, and maybe some grapes, pineapple. That's a fruit salad, right? It's just it's just fruit. Yeah. Things I've named. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would eat a fruit salad then. Yeah. Texas, I just don't understand how it goes from a done deal, he's going to Louisville, to now all of a sudden a 95% lock for Kentucky. I think this thing is far from over. Yeah, I mean, wait and see is the best approach here. Because if it changed that dramatically last week, then who knows? Who's to say it can't change that dramatically again at Peach Jam in a couple weeks? I think it's safe to say that the people who are giving recruiting news are speaking in absolutes when it's not absolute. So, hey, that's what we should do more of it in radio, right? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed One to, extreme yeah. or the other is the way it's supposed to go. Yeah, uh, right. we got to get out of here early today. We've got uh, Carly inside with Jody Demling up next. Then we'll have Louisville Bats baseball as they continue to try to continue their winning ways out no, of there. No, we got the we got the Braves tonight. Oh, we do. Bats are off tonight. Oh well, never embarrassing. Mind. Who are the Braves playing? I don't know. <laughs> We've got. We got Jody Demling and the Cardinal Insider up but next, we're and then going the Atlanta Braves. Because the, the Insider bleeds into it. The Braves okay. game's actually six. And the Braves versus somebody in progress. God, we have. Tune in and find out. Tune in and find out. Because we don't know. Have a wonderful Monday. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock.